Hello and welcome to the 2021 Anti-Fanny Awards. I'm Steve O'Teary, and I'm joined by Christopher Galanti. Hello! Devin Kopeck. Yo! Jonathan Suarez. Yo! Sorry for that pregnant pause, but I was actually voting pregnant. on our 2021 Anti-Fanny Award winner selection forum. I hope you voted for my picks. <laughs> I didn't! Oh. The I didn't! are in, and we are about to announce them to you. And afterwards, once we uh, give you our reasoning for our choices, you're allowed to pick who you think is the winner. So that's the thing. We're just picking the picks. You pick the winner. You pick that winner, baby. And then we give that Sosker statue to the winner, man. Because we have them. The Sosker? Yeah. Sosker? We have, right? Sosker? We're, we're, we didn't want to get sued, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get sued, dude. Come on. So we give them all Soskers and, you know. <laughs> Is it like an Oscar made out of sausage? Uh, actually, Oscar. it's socks. Oh. It's a brand new pair of gold socks that every <laughs> every winner will get. It's an Oscar award in a sock and you can just whoop someone with it. <laughs> but, uh, yes, any type of uh, any type of voting would be much appreciated because we want to know who wins, guys. We want to know. We want to know. Should we... Um... It's bragging do we, rights. Do we have to give the spoiler warning in this? I guess uh, I am so, going right? to say there are spoilers. For, <clears throat> there are going to be many spoilers for many popular things that came out this year. Um, yeah, like he, like they Charlton Heston sees the Statue of Liberty at the end of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> See, you, just you, weren't even, you weren't even ready for that. Just going. He's just going right been in. dead the whole time. Tyler Durden was both <laughs> characters. I don't know if you guys noticed. Oh my god! Movie. Did you figure it out yet? <laughs> you figure it out yet? You figure it out yet? Yeah. That's all I do. That's all you know, I do fuck now. That. Fuck that. Movie. I'm gonna go have to see my <laughs> shrink, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Steve, he's dead. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. That's fun. I think they're ready. I think we've yeah. prepared the audience. <laughs> we're all freshed up. They're 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 all hot right now. Waiting hot for, and bothered. Hot and bothered. They're hot. Rubbing their up. nipples, waiting, waiting for the picks. So um john you have you have gone through and you've you've randomized the choices but the big ones are at the end so you know you gotta stay tuned you know, you're trying the to, biggest one trying to make you pay attention is at the end oh the biggest so one is at the end should we uh alternate who announces the category would that be fun i think yeah, so sure. uh chris okay. do you want to start it off i would love to so our first category tonight of the anti-fannies for the year of 2021 will be best change for the better and the cat and the the nominees for best change for the better this year are Dune adaptations, The Suicide Squad, Halo Infinite, and Spider Man No Way Home. And myself, I chose Dune adaptations, and I think that's fairly obvious, right? I don't, I don't, I I think the direction in which the new Dune series is going is exactly what. Everyone who read the books wanted in the first place. And now we're giving that epic, great, grand film uh, its due service. So I am very happy in the direction that Dune is going. It has finally reached what it is. Like, yeah, it's it, a, like, it's a like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, like like it, it got it got what it it 
has been. Sting, is Sting going to let you guys slander David Lynch like this? <laughs> well, I, don't oh, think, no. I think David Lynch would let us slander David Lynch. Yeah. This pair, he wanted to take his name it. off that. Yeah, one is Sting in it, and one does. I mean, any any time a director's like, I don't want my name to be associated with this, it's probably not great. And uh-huh. in my experience, when it comes to somebody giving a, a a a series, a really good series, a second chance, you have a lot on your shoulders too. You you have that past critical failure hanging around you, and I think Dennis Velvenu knew that, and he knew it was a hard, it's a hard job to adapt the series, you know? Right. I mean, it has been deemed one of the impossible things for like so many years. And now, Absolutely. now they finally got it. Like you got David Lynch's from the eighties. You got Jodorowsky trying to do it and just, just drawing going, pictures going off the left field. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think, um, I think it finally got the serious service that it necessary, that it needed. It really did. And it's a great story. And I am so, so excited for part two. And that's why I chose they're, it. They're making it though, right? The green light? Uh, yeah, that's confirmed okay. is going to be shot, I think, this year, this summer. Theaters only, probably. 2023. So it's a year from now. If theaters are even a thing. If, if theaters are even a thing anymore. Um, you're going to have to yeah. put Spider-Man in it. I, they're going to have to put Spider-Man in the second part, which I'm okay with. <laughs> they're they're going to have to pull in the, the 80s villains Dune, the no Duneverse. way home. Yeah, no, no way. <laughs> yeah, guys. Dune, we're not, no way home. We didn't tap the bottom of the well yet to have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I picked uh, Dune adaptations for my best change of the year. So best change in general. Um, but yeah, that's my pick. Good pick. Uh, Devin, do you want to talk about the Suicide Squad? Sure. Yeah, uh, I think this one's pretty obvious. Um, you got a minute, first... Devin. Oh, no. God, God, <laughs> Uh, the first Suicide Squad is, uh, I think we can all agree, dog water. Uh, yeah, very, dog water. very, very bad. But what uh, about the air cut, Devin? Uh, you know what? I'm holding out hope, guys. Yeah. Is, um, you know. Oh God. Anyway, I, I could go release the air cut. I won't. But um, listen, one of the best things to come out of uh, shitty right wing people getting people fired uh, on the internet is this Suicide Squad reboot kind of came from all of this with james gunn getting fired he came out we all i think we all knew this was going to be pretty good uh i was pleasantly surprised i mean like i knew i was going to like it but i didn't think i was going to like it as much as i did uh he just kind of nails it uh out of the park and oh, dude got a spinoff out of it so yeah. actually uh devin i rewatched this pretty recently um uh, because oh, like water. <laughs> i loved i love suicide I, I really did and i you know what i rewatched it specifically because of the reaction that it got from mass audiences i was like is it really did are really no people interested in this and i watched it again and i fucking loved it i loved it probably even more than i did yeah before. i mean you know there's a few reasons why we could say the the box office wasn't great for you know the obvious reasons and things like that but uh, I just think this is going to stand up uh, historically. I agree. I think it's going to be a cold hit, you know? Yeah. I yeah, think this is also going to be like a marker for like where they take this universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, there well, uh, there's some rumors and <laughs> my favorite subreddit is not happy. Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. They're like talking about talking about r slash conservative. Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, they, they are losing their mind. The Flash movies like. 
somebody basically leaked the entire plot points of the Flash movie, and they're losing their shit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> in all the great ways, right? It's in all the ways where they're just eliminating, you know, the Zack Snyder funk off of everything. I, see, Steve, I, I kind of disagree with what you said, though. I don't know if this will be what they use going forward. And that's based purely well, I, I, I mean, failure. like, tone more than... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, you know, the re- audience reaction to this wasn't great. So I think, I'm worried. I think it it's less the reaction. I think it's just, you know, people didn't see it. I think the people who have seen it sure. love it. But I think it's just, like, people are just like, ew, a DC movie? They're making a sequel to Suicide Squad? Hmm. Sure. Ew. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I, I I just feel like when I watched it, I was like, this is what they have should they should have been doing all along. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. You know, I feel like this is such a breath of fresh air compared to the really not funny Suicide Squad. Yeah, that came out. And <laughs> yeah, out. like and David Ayer, like, didn't really set out to make a comedy. All right, I'll go no, next. Really I'll go next. Um, <laughs> Halo Infinite is my pick. We have two minutes left, guys. Halo oh, Infinite is my pick, and uh, I just want to say real quick uh, that we've come a long way since they showed that trailer that was the laughing stock of E3, what was that, a year ago? Mm-hmm. Because of the graphics, and the game's been out, they released multiplayer like a month early, campaign was pretty good, uh, It's and like the worst thing people are complaining about is the microtransactions for a free-to-play game. So if that's like the worst thing that they got out of it instead of you know quality issues i mean there's some some bugs or whatever but nothing cyberpunk um you know if the worst of the worst if the worst is people got people don't want to spend twenty dollars for a color for their like they don't have you don't have to pay, pay for it you're right if it's twenty dollars for a color um doesn't mean that you can't play the game you choose to spend that money on cat ears if you choose to spend ten dollars on cat ears it's fine right mm-hmm. um and like john said that's ten dollars going in the right direction Right, because that, that means we might get more cat ears later if if because right. oh, it is please, the best selling. Please thing. more cat ears. I mean, listen, um, make that's, it weird. That's a, that's an argument you have to have with your family and loved ones. Like Devin, Devin, <laughs> when they showed that trailer at that at that E three, was that was that was like a year ago, right? Yeah, it was like at last year, twenty twenty three. It was E three twenty twenty. Yeah, when did you think that the worst part of the game was going to be twenty dollars shaders? No, you thought yeah, the no. game was going to be fucking DOA. Yeah. When it came out, because yeah. I thought it was, thought it was going to be dog water. You know, John. You know how John. You know how you like wish there was like the the cursed Sonic version. I kind of want the cursed Halo. Cursed Halo. Yeah, I, I'll play <laughs> cursed. I want. Halo. I want that. Nive- yeah, give me anything November cursed. Twenty twenty Halo version. Yeah, give me. An, yeah, give me like that Michael Chiklis and the Mike- boss fight that you have <laughs> in it. <laughs> and Master Chief <laughs> looks like Master Chief Collection too. They'll they'll release the uh, the Snyder cut. Yeah, Halo. the fucking shield shows up. <laughs> that's who. You, that's he who that giant guy looks like. All right, Devin, your turn. What? I mean, uh, Steve. Okay, yeah. So, Steve, I'm glad good. that yours is yours is in the first, um, the first category. I think so like, too, because it's gonna so, it's gonna trickle around. Spider-Man: No Way Home. The reason why I chose it for best change of the better is because I think this movie makes so many things that it, it has has taken influence from and has made it better. So, just starting from the just starting from it. Spider-Man No Way Home is a better film than Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, I think my it, God. World's I mean, better. like, I think it's better than Homecoming. But, you know, I just like it is 
it is one of the better of the Toby, um, the Tom Holland Spider-Man films. Now, let's take it from this. Spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. It makes the Amazing Spider-Man series from Sony and the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man films better. Yeah. In in just existing and doing what it does, uh, like it is, it gives so much like character to these characters who kind of just didn't have that chance. They were just kind of like pulled away, and, and, and it's so beautiful. And even then, its story where it's like the influence is from J. Michael Straczynski's fucking Spider-Man One More Day, which has been deemed like one of the worst comics ever, is it takes that story and and does it perfectly it makes it so right like i think this is just best change for the better like on top of itself like multiple times folded in it, it, it's just it's just an excellent excellent movie so yeah i agree um to to a point i think it is changed right mm-hmm. in, in all the right directions but it also is kind of the same where tom holland's spider-man uh just stands on the shoulders of others I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, like meta, 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 meta. Yeah, well, insane. it's funny that you say it because in the in the actual <laughs> movies, it was like, yes, he was. That's his character, sort of being burgeoning off of uh, Tony Stark, and then now yeah. it's more of a meta. Thing no, but, where, no, but yeah, it does. Yeah. But, but I want to, I want to, I want to like make the point that they he does do that, and then they kind of throw it, throw it all away at the end. Mm, mm. And kind of just, you know. Well, now it's put just it, like, put Peter Parker back in the mud. So the he can rip, get out yeah. the mud like the other Peter Parkers that were in the movie. They're ripping <laughs> those that guys have to out. get out the mud. He doesn't have the safety blanket. Spider anymore. mud. But boy, is his his suit shiny now. Ooh, yeah, it's a too shiny. I don't know if I like that new suit. Sparkly. Did he just steal Andrew Garfield's he, suit? I think he blackmailed some women soccer players, and it's oh, <laughs> oh he left them on a, an island or something. <laughs> yeah. And this is a good uh, segue. Really sparkly, I would say. <laughs> to the next. Yeah, that is a good segue, actually. So yeah, the, the next the next category is Fire Team of the Year, and this is a team of three, four. I mean, I guess there's no real number limit um, or number minimum of of members of a Fire Team, but it's a team that it's a team of characters Squad. in a medium that that really worked super well enough for us to to throw throw up an award for the best team. Now I'm gonna let you guys go first because you're all yeah. kind of on the same page, right? And I'll, I'll jump in with my and my ours, choice. Devin, uh, Steve, and I. I almost said Devin John, Devin John, and I because I'm Steve. <laughs> you're all uh, over the place. Today, all right? three of us picked the Spider Man from Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, that figures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. three oh, of Chris. us. What did you? The real fire team of the year is Devin, John, and Steve. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. Villain uh, of the year, Chris Galante. Well, the Green Galante. I, I, uh, I, I respect your choice. I mean, I, how can I respect I your choice, Chris. I, I think Spider, the Spider Man in uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, let me get that right. Uh, the Spider Man in No Way Home really tackle pretty much every single conflict in all of their movies at once, and that's really neat. I, I can't deny the fact that that isn't entertaining and great superhero cinema but 
all that being said, I actually chose the Mitchells from the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh my god! Whoa! Yeah, I uh, I chose them because I think as a team they de- destroyed a corporation that was trying to take over the world, basically. Um, and there's a lot of sacrifice going on in in that. And I'm talking more about like familiar sac- sacrifice, like people having to sacrifice their personalities maybe a little bit and their, 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 their emotions. And of course the main character, the father, his dreams to take on his family. And then at the end coming together to take on the biggest conflict they could. Um, I just, I really like this movie. I like the way everyone has a great arc in the family and uh, yeah, that's why I picked it. It's a great choice. Great choice for five team of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think the three Spider Man would like to physically murder a fan. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about <laughs> that. These. You think we're, they, we're they highlighting? We're strength. highlighting what is great. They're not going up against each other. We're letting the we're letting the fans do the bidding. That's not what I said. We are I'm actually we are, glad we are that, elevating. I'm glad they they like minimize the fighting against Spider Man versus Spider Man because that would that would have been real. Yeah, real, yeah like that exhausting. Been I think unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the there wasn't room. Um, no, I just they like, just had again, to learn how to work as a team, and that was fun. Was, that was a fun. And Tom moment. Holland raised his hand, and he was like, "Guys, I know how to work as a team because I've been fuck, I've been fucking carried my entire uh, history <laughs> throughout I the mean, MCU." Yeah, listen, he knows how to lean on others, John. So he knows that's how to lean on like, others. Uh, Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, and Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. They were like, "We haven't been on. Teams. We don't know. We we we, we, we had to come out the mud. We're solo Tom, we had to come. Did know. you have to come out of the mud? Um, no, you didn't have to come out of the mud. But there's we had like, to come there's out like, of the mud. There's like like great moments where it's like Andrew had Garfield, Spider Man is like. uh Oh, I'm lame compared to you guys. And they were like, dude, you're amazing. Like, what are you talking about? You're like the best actor in this movie. Like, hands down. <laughs> I think that. personally, my favorite moment with them together, of course, the end is great, but like them in the lab. Oh, great. yeah. Walking great. around like that yeah. to me was them. They're kind of just like looking at ass. each other and be like, yeah, oh, that's weird. And then MJ's, MJ's just like, can I smash all three of these guys at once and, be, and be okay with it? Like, would that be all right? Yeah, she just gets fucking railed. And then Toby's um, like, my Bukaki's organic. Yeah, listen, oh, man, there's, uh, there's just some moments uh, in that theater where it was just like, you see all three Spider-Men just jumping around and webbing over cool. each other and just the, the cheers in the theater. I mean, Steve. Yeah. Oh, dude, Ponytail guy loved ponytail it, Ponytail in way, but, you know, it was amazing. Um, Spectacular. Uh, here's a, here, here, let me throw a fucking curveball. Let me throw curveball. a curveball at you guys real quick because we got three minutes and 20 seconds. Left. Okay. Oh, oh, we got um, make time. Yeah, uh, who would win this Spider-Man team or the Spider-Verse Spider-Man team? Ooh, Spider-Verse Spider-Man team. Probably Spider-Verse. Probably Aren't Spider-Verse. There Easy. Noir. There's, there's uh, oh man, twenty ninety-nine. They get twenty ninety-nine to come through. Yeah, dude. they get Miguel to come through. Over. It's over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanna. Yeah. <laughs> Which team is better? John, John there's it's literally the like a mech suit. Like there's a yeah, there's a fucking Gundam. <laughs> yeah. There's a spider yeah, there's Gundam. Gundam. <laughs> Plus, I think Miles is better. Like has better powers than Peter spider Parker Glenn. in general. I think there's more variety, and that kind of makes them a better Just better team. characters too. You know, in general. I, I think yeah. they're that's what they're tougher. <laughs> they're they're ready. They're ready spider to throw people. down. Spider team. Okay, yeah. That's all I wanted to know. Is you know, just keep the things real. Keep the things yeah, no, on track. No, that's, yeah. you know? that's, that's a fair ask. All right, so um, 
going from there, uh, most disappointing. Gonna bring it down for a little bit. So, oh boy, you know, eat the downer Otiri over here. I come in, I, I lay a few farts, and I'm like, oh, bad news, everybody. Your cars have been keyed. <laughs> oh, Steve. All right, so in 2021, the most disappointing nominees are The Death of Kantaro Miru, uh, Last Night in Soho, PlayStation 5, and WandaVision. Now, Chris. Um, yes. do you want to start this one? Yeah, well, um, this one was the hardest category for me. I don't know why there was a lot of disappointment this year and I couldn't really narrow down exactly what I was the most disappointed about. I felt like it was more of like a blanket disappointment. Um, but I think the thing that really affected me and more than I thought it did would was the death of Kintaro Mura. And that, uh, like I, I, I started reading Berserk about two years ago and I didn't finish. Like, obviously it wasn't finished, but I didn't buy the rest of the series. But like when I heard that he passed away before finishing it, it just, man, there was like a pit in my creative soul that just swallowed me up because I'm like, that's the worst thing that could happen. That is the worst thing. And I know it's a long series and I know it was a huge continuation and it was going on for years, but like, it's just such a kick in the pants, you know, especially someone who wanted to get back into it and keep reading. Mm-hmm. So I felt obviously the most disappointment there. And I didn't realize I was disappointed until a couple months after he passed, you know, and it really stuck with me. So that's why I chose that. It's a good choice. I mean, yeah. it's not a Wow. Good choice. But yeah, wow. it's a, it's a it's a very sad choice, but it's like a sad. It, it's a big disappointment to be like this man's life work will go on complete forever. Yeah, that hurts. So it hurts me. Um, but yeah, that's that would be my most disappointing thing of the year. All right, Devin. Two minutes though. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> so stressful. Um, so my this was kind of a tough one for me too. Um, obviously, it's hard to rank against the death of a human. But uh, last night in Soho is a movie I just yeah, I was really last. I was really <laughs> excited to <laughs> I was really excited to watch this. Uh, I, I am a really big fan of Edgar Wright. You know, like pretty much all of us, uh, and. I thought, you know, oh, Edgar Wright doing like a horror movie. This is going to be great. Um, yeah, and like a more serious horror movie as well. Not like a Shaun of the Dead tongue in cheek type of situation. Uh, and you know what I got was just something that felt like pretty uneven. And I don't I didn't love their performances. I didn't like again, it's not terrible. Uh, it's just with my expectations with a guy like Edgar Wright, uh, the bar is very, very high. And I don't even think he like narrowly missed it. I just don't think he really just got there at all. Um, and I, I disagree with that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Completely. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, Chris, you and I both told Steve and John, eh, it's not, I mean, I'm not going to say it's, it's, it's my favorite Edgar Wright film, but yeah. to say I was disappointed in it, I think that's too much. I, uh, I feel like it was a pretty solid suspense horror. And I, Devin, I what was it. better, this or Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim's better. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Well, John, I just, dis- or Chris, I disagree with uh, the death of a person. Well, Devin, can I ask you, is this his worst film you've seen? Yeah, I think yes. Um, I don't even think it's like close actually. Um, 
I think so too, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed with it. I don't yeah. Like I'd again, I'm probably overselling it. If you'll be like, Oh, it was Chris says, like, I stand, this, I stand. I was, right, this was I like one, this was probably <laughs> like my top, like in my top three of like most excited movies to watch. Uh, I'll be honest, with you, Devin. The that moment where the the full audio came in, I was kind of wait. Was this this was, was better magical. than Ant Man? Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no, um, it wasn't. I got it. It wasn't. It's I'm better than Ant Man. It's Ant Man made me smile at least. Um, I think it's better. <laughs> it's better than Ant Man. What a weird comparison. It was was Ant Man. Then shut the fuck up, Devin. You um, know Edgar Wright is our our number one listener. God, yeah, Edgar Wright has a, has a yeah. god list. Like saying this is the worst Edgar Wright movie is really not saying it, it says well, a no, lot about right. him. To be right. fair, to be fair, to be fair to Devin though, because you know this is the thing. I'm not. We're not trying to disprove anyone's choices mm-mm, wrong mm-mm, on this. Mm-mm. But the thing is, like Edgar Wright making like a weird like Showtime horror movie, like. Yeah, we were we were putting this on like the tippy tops of our best of lists. I think sure. of like most anticipated in twenty twenty. I was I was horny so. for this movie, man. I was ready to go. I was pretty ready too until you guys said or until Devin said it was terrible, ter- terrible, terrible in his but like Charles you Barkley know, voice. It, it sounds like it's a good movie, and you know it's probably better than a lot of movies, but. You know, I was hoping I was hoping I, for another magic. <laughs> that that's where I'm at with it, Steve. I I think uh, I, I'm not necessarily disappointed it wasn't magic, but yeah, it should have. I would like know, to. I, was it visually guys, like incredible though? Because that's yes. what I was, okay. There's so, yeah, there's some great stuff, but like I just want you guys. I know to watch, Devin like, doesn't really this. understand that part of. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Steve watch this, Chris. like John. John, do me a favor. Watch <laughs> this. Watch this, and then watch Free Guy back to back. And you know, <laughs> Jesus, the See, listen to him. Listen to this guy. You. I watch this and I watch it. We we disagree. I want to disagree now. (laughs) (laughs) Most disappointing Devin's choice. (laughs) Uh, I'll go next. I'll go next. Uh, There's a console that people still can't get today that I was losing sleep over trying to get (laughs) for about how how many months was it? Uh, Five five or six months, right? We were were all there. Were you a day one, John? No, I wasn't. Remember, you, no. get, you got your first Sam. year. Sam and I talked ourselves out of because we both had it in our. Oh, cards that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Target.com on separate accounts, and and oh man, we're out of time. All right, next. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just no. <laughs> I was just kidding. I uh, yeah, keep it he played inside. himself yeah. off. I'm so, going too long. So I'm PS- too long. So PS5 is the PS5. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I was like five months out because like we talked ourselves out of not getting it. Uh, because we wanted to wait for the digital version, and then from then on, it was just a fucking nightmare. Every time a tweet said that a PS5 was being sold, I would click on something, and it would be sold out in seconds, or bots would get Shaq it, would or whatever. Buy another three hundred copies. Yeah, like I remember, there were multiple times Sam, I would take Sam to the to the doctors because she was pregnant at the time, and I'd be like, "All right." When we park, we gotta we gotta shoot. We gotta try to get the PS5 because it's coming out this time on Walmart.com or BestBuy.com. It was like multiple multiple different doctors' appointments I would take her to, and we we get shot down every time <laughs> to the point where I was literally stressed out about not having one. And then um, my our good friend Amir was in Mexico and <laughs> was able to order one off of GameStop.com <laughs> while on Mexico in Mexico on his phone. And I was able to get one. Thank, thank God for him. So all that trouble, fucking not a game came out this year that <laughs> that excites me from 
PS5. Uh, I don't know if there's any Game of the Year's. Are there any PS5, actual PS5 Game of the Year's? Like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Were, That's yeah. not a PS5 game, Chris. I think Returnal yeah. got yeah, nominated. People are, people are j- Jam but, about Returnal, Ratchet and Clank. I mean, it was like it was a yeah, it was a weak year. Yeah, yeah, it was Ratchet and Clank. Was like was that a really good game? Like yeah, that game's really. I'm, good. I'm not. I wasn't asking you, Devin. I was asking Steve. Yeah, Steve I mean, was, it was it was good, but okay. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Devin should, Devin's got a PS5 you're, tattoo on his fucking one, butt cheek. John and I, John and I know what a year one should be now. It should be you get yeah. Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey, <laughs> Mario Odyssey yeah, fucking release day. year. Right. If not, you're a failure in our eyes and, and burn everything. You yeah. Got. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Good luck with that. Uh, we got that. <laughs> we got it with Xbox and we got it on Game Pass. You'll get so. it. You'll get it once every 10 years. See. So we'll well, you know, good, good luck. You know, you know what I got this year? I got Resident Evil 8 Village, which was 83, right? right? 83. <laughs> that's not even any. It's, not, it's nowhere on this list at all. There's no Resident Evil Village anywhere on this list. Uh, you know I what? I I did have Chris Redfield as best change for the better, yeah. but I was like the RE7 model to no, the you RE8 can't. model yeah, you isn't can't. really a good pick. No, you can't pick it's like like there's a there's a there's a thing in in the NBA in NBA basketball when people are trying to decide who most improved player is. You can't purposefully become really bad and then become good again to get most improved. Like that's not how it works. You're right. Same thing. With, <laughs> same thing with this, right? Or same thing for best change for the better. Like, um, I don't know. All I want to say is like I was really not. There's nothing that came out this year. I mean, I wanted to get play Ghost of Tsushima, the yes. PS5 version of it. Um, Destiny Two was kind of a downer because it was really awesome playing on the upgraded graphics, but I couldn't use my fucking. $200 controller that I had on PS4 that has the same fucking buttons as the goddamn PS, PS4 or PS5 has the same fucking buttons but I can't use my old fucking controller on the PS5. I don't know why. I mean, it's it's not like the buttons fucking changed. Do you think right? it's because it's a Mexican PS5? Maybe. I don't know. How about the fact that uh, I don't know. I have to use a fucking I have to tape a fucking poverty uh, I, have to, I have to gaffer's tape. I use gaffer's tape to tape a poverty fucking External hard drive to the back, so I could put my PS4 games on it. The only games that I ever want to play on PS5 or PS4 games, <laughs> like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll I'll show I'll show you a picture. I I gaffer's tape one so so it doesn't come out. That's this is this is the world I live. Self-inflicted is all I'm gonna say. You gotta be a little bit. You gotta you gotta be a little bit of a MacGyver to build anything on your PS5. Oh my though. god. That's the word. That's that's the future. So yeah, like this this fucking console that I was losing sleep over not having, uh, I don't even fucking need because I didn't even need it this year. It's like I wasted seven hundred dollars on it because they took a buy this year. They went, hey, you know that big thing we just released? We're gonna take a little bit of a buy. And you know what? I mean, whatever. Like a lot of it has to do with just I don't know them resting their laurels, and I'm just trying to keep it true, right? Trying to keep it keep it real over here. Right. It's the only time they're going to get better. The only way they're going to get better. Yeah. Right? So I mean, I know you. You wait. You do you even play your? P- what have you played more this year, Devin? Your PS5 or Xbox? Oh my god, my PS5. I'm. Mm, I don't know, dude. Let's look at the numbers. Dude, my we, PS5. We could. Let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers, Devin. <laughs> okay. Bad. So, um, like from months. the PS5, uh, I'm going to uh, go over and talk about a little thing. That disappointed me. It's called WandaVision. And this is the thing. 
the beginning of WandaVision was awesome. Like what, I, what my brain and what the fan base was putting into it where we were like, what is, where is this going? Like, I, I love like this, like we're going through the ages of television and we're slowly seeing the progression, but like weird stuff is happening. We're seeing like dead vision flashes. What is this buildup? It's going to be awesome. Holy shit. That's fucking Quicksilver from the X-Men movies. Holy hell. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be a total mind freak. And then it all culminates on a fucking laser sky fight fart to the face essentially hmm. it is it just turns into a bone it turns into a really meanly targeted boner joke yeah <laughs> no absolutely and like Steve, it is yo i'm sorry yes I, I i was close to putting the mcu television in general in this category like that was i was flirting Whoa. with that and i was I, like mm, maybe I, not, so but. i think like some of the other stuff is like okay and fine and good like some of it is like fun and playful i don't think any of it is great but i think, I think it's all kind of forgettable That's i think my wandavision issue. set the tone though for that where it was like because yeah. we didn't know at that point we were like where does marvel mcu television go and it's like oh shit they're gonna do this with it and then at the end it was like boner. oh i see what you guys are doing you're just doing boner jokes and fucking just completely just failing so that's why i picked it it's just uh a ton of buildup with just the wettest of farts at the end. <laughs> okay. Kind of like, well, kinda like the PS, kinda like the PS5. Kind of like the PS5. <laughs> Our next category from, from Devin. Ooh, it's me Devin, this time. It's your turn. All right. Keeping it down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. to just keep this train uh, to the pits of hell. Uh, down, this baby. category is for biggest fuck up. And uh, boy, oh boy, do we have some options. Uh, Chris, do you want to go first? Oh, most certainly. Um, so this one's a little different, I feel, because a lot of our picks usually are, uh, you know, film, television, and video games. I chose Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers for being the biggest fuck up of the year. And do I really need to explain myself? Even outside of Philly, people know this guy's name now as being Fat Joe just name dropped him. It called is him, called him Fat Joe called him a bitch on Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like two days ago, he did it. He he called him a bitch, and that's why we love Fat Joe and not Ben Simmons. Um, ben Simmons has been a petulant Def Jam fight for New York. So Fat Joe, get the shit out of him. The Fat Joe could pedigree him. Uh, not to get too much into it, because it is kind of off topic, but he has been a petulant baby this entire year and has now amassed ten million dollars in fines. He's been a cancer over this, a cancer shadow over this city of Philadelphia for the entire year so far. And if he just played and did what he had to do, he would get traded and wouldn't have to worry about it. But no, of course not. He's a fuck up, and that's why I chose him this year. Okay, so nice he he's just completely anti-vax, one hundred percent, right? <laughs> <laughs> Please help me. Yeah. I, 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 I think. <laughs> I would I imagine. I, I don't know much about Ben Simmons. He's just, he's, uh, so per- currently he he basically disappeared in the playoffs last year. And now the Sixers are upset. They were upset then. And he managed to not show up to any of the practices correctly and hasn't been showing up to games and has been fine. Okay, so. Long story short, he's the first person in NBA history, probably in sports history, that signed a four-year max max extension, maximum extension contract extension, signed on to play four more years, 
maximum money they could pay you, $35 million a year, and then the next year says he doesn't want to play on the team anymore because he got criticized. Basically, right. that's all it is. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and Fat Joe called him a bitch. A fucking well, I mean, he, Fat Joe called right. him a bitch. bitch. Yeah, and uh, listen, like, <laughs> he wants to be traded. But he refuses to play. <laughs> he wants to be traded, but, but you have no. But he has no. Yeah, he has no. Yeah, he has no leverage, it's, and he's, and he's on contract. Twenty-two <laughs> that Ben Simmons is currently yeah. living in. <laughs> when you said Imagine, Joe, I thought yeah. you meant Joe Biden. No, no, <laughs> not, not sleep, not Joe, sleepy Joe, not sleepy Joe, fat Joe, yeah, fat Joe, fat, the, fat fat, Brandon, the better right? Joe than Joe Biden, the I better Joe. Yeah, you're right. I was, I was toying with putting Joe Biden on this list too. My. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, Joe Biden is a Philadelphia sports fan, so I can imagine he feels the same way as Fat Joe right now. But yeah, so I agree. Yeah, that's my pick, guys. He's yeah. a fuck up. Uh, all right, John. I guess you and I could tag team this one. Um, yeah, yours Parker, is a specific one, but I went very specific. But I went. Had... A, I went down a list of specific <laughs> things, and then decided that um, Peter Parker number one, aka, uh, AKA Tom, Holland. Tom Holland's yeah. Spider Man. Was the biggest fuck up, and I think that says a lot. No, no, I think it thought, I think it says a lot uh, about the about the best change for the better, because Peter Parker kind of I don't want to say Peter Parker's a fuck up, but Peter Parker isn't supposed to be you know a Mary Sue like like right. Tom Holland's Spider Man has been his entire career. So that it was kind of like a they changed it for the better, kind of brings. Peter Parker down to earth. It gives him some fallibility. It gives Christ him some sakes. character, right? I mean, <laughs> like, there are moments where you're just like, what are you doing, dude? And it's because he's 15, you know, or yeah. he's like 16 or whatever he is. Now that 16 is, with fucking, that's, a, that's a realistic. He's a 16 with a, Ferrar- with a Ferrari suit that makes him <laughs> invulnerable to everything. Super special sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, like, listen, so I, I, I specifically. Privileged selected- Parker is what we like to call him. He's got the best lawyer in New York. Yeah, I mean, I specifically picked a, a a very very unique scene. I mean, uh, yours because... yours counts as mine. Yours counts as mine too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yours counts as mine. Um. So basically, there's a moment where Peter is in like this. They're like in Happy's apartment, and I just grabbed my head and I was like, "This is gonna go so fucking badly." Because yeah. you're just waiting for it. You're just waiting for it to happen. And like I specifically hit just put like him trusting Norman Osborn, just like, you know, almost sight unseen because, uh, again, uh, us, the viewers and from either other movies or just from the comics, we know that <laughs> Peter Parker and Norman Osborn are basically oil and water. It's just not going to go well. Did he see the lighthouse? Uh, he, did, he did not. He did not see the lighthouse. Sticking to flats. And like when that foot drops, it goes so badly that you know it it kills his Aunt May. Spoilers. Uh, you know it it irrecov- You know it just like entirely changes Peter's life. Um. And, the, and, you know, the sad thing is, too, you could throw Aunt May in there, too. In this, yeah. Because she's the one that let him in a feast and was trying to rehabilitate but him a little bit. You know, she's she's got a good heart. Peter. I know. I know. But listen, you know, you don't know. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, it, again, like, I'm not even knocking the narrative choice because I actually think it's it's actually really good. But just you're watching it and you're like, Peter. You're you're fucking everything up right now, and mm. and everything goes bad. And I mean, John, you had some other moments. 
Yeah, there's a there's a bunch in there. Like he fucks up the spell that he asked. Um, that's that is like that is uh I guess that's some like straight up idiot ball stuff. I mean, but then like he calls him out even like Doctor Strange is like you haven't even reached out to them. You came to do dark arts <laughs> magic with me before you tried to reach out to the colleges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Like, see oh. that I I I I think that works, and I think it works specifically for Peter because. It's it is time. I think. No, no. I mean, uh, I, I agree completely. I like the fallible. I like that he's human and he's flawed oh, yeah. and he's a kid and all that works. There are, there are clowns out there that I sent it in the in Discord a couple weeks ago. There are clowns out there that think that that MCU Spider Man writers purposefully made Peter Parker a Mary Sue so that they could make this a better movie, a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> like there are people out there that believe that yeah there's a call to uh apologists that that will that will take any flaw from any movie and make it fine right That's, that I is like sad it, so it can't be bad that's some sad shit right there yeah good luck sad. good luck with that guys <laughs> fucking christ yeah that's, that's pretty dumb that's steve o'teary uh, you're next yeah so uh, <laughs> this is a biggest fuck up that shouldn't be a biggest fuck up. And ori- so originally I was like, just the movie Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is the biggest fuck up. But then I was like, no, no. So in Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, which is already a big fuck up of a movie, uh, Leon S. Kennedy, who is a beloved character, who you see him and you're like, you know, he's a baby, he's doe-eyed, but here's he's the, the thing. Fa- he's the face of Resident Evil, I think. He's not a fucking clown. He's not a fucking fool. Like, he's gullible. He uh, takes things, like, his heart's on his sleeve. He's got one-liners, right? But he's an efficient killer that he's, can take out an entire village in Spain not by himself <laughs> with his bare hands. I mean, we, are introduced, and- <laughs> we are introduced to this Leon S. Kennedy... By a bunch of cops coming up. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. We're introduced to him oversleeping and being like, oh, I just thought my, work, my first day at work. And then he goes to <laughs> a diner, down, falls asleep at the fucking diner, like on it, yeah. like on his way to work. That and happened. then a bunch of other cops come in and they're like, there's Leon Kennedy. That's the guy who shot his partner in the ass during training. <laughs> oh my God. Why do this, and man? like, this isn't like a one-time thing. So they throughout the entire movie dunk on Leon. Like he's the biggest fucking idiot. Oh, he's Chief Irons is laying fucking, fucking half court dunks on Kobe or on, on Leon the entire movie. He's like, Leon, I didn't ask you to come in the room. No one's looking at the front desk. And he's like, I'm sorry, Chief Irons. And then he goes over to the desk and he's listening to his fucking Walkman and a a literal oil tanker explodes in front of him. (laughs) The doors to the police station are open. An oil tanker explodes in front of him and a man on fire runs up to him and he doesn't do anything. Chief Irons has to shoot the fire zombie dead. And he's like, Leon, what are you doing? You idiot. You gotta come on. Stop us blowing up. <laughs> so this is the entire movie. There's even a point in the movie where Chris Redfield looks at Leon and goes, the rookie survived. And Leon goes, yeah, I'm surprised too. <laughs> he's dunking on himself at this point. So yeah, what you're I, saying is Leon Kennedy S. Kennedy should be Leon ass Kennedy in this film. Yeah. So, no, so basically what you're saying, Steve, is they got it wrong. They, they got, got it wrong. so no, they got this whole movie so wrong. Oh, but Leon especially, 
Like, yeah, you don't just put Leon in a movie and not and fuck it up that bad. Well, you, Devin, know the, you, you watch this. Do you do you? Oh, concur? no. I, I mean, I said when I watched, it, I said this movie is like somebody fucking hated Leon Kennedy and loves <laughs> Albert Wesker. I was shocked. I was shocked because like I heard Devin say that and I was like, all right, well, you know, I imagine they made him a little bit of like a a, 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 a newbie, like an innocent guy. No, this dude's a fucking like. He should have a kick me sign on his back the entire movie. And like people are just kicking him in the butt. And he's like, whoa, what's going on? Like that's how bad it is. Yeah. And then like Wesker's like legitimately a great guy. Like, oh, terrific. For he's, most he, of the movie. Yeah, everybody wants everybody wants to be he's a real gem, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's a real, he's a real mensch. He's a, a <laughs> so uh Leon S. Kennedy, uh, you're my biggest fuck up of 2021, dude. Oh, I hate yeah. saying that. I hate saying yeah, he's that. a he's a invalid dude. He's a really, really I don't it's just wild. It really is just wild how <laughs> badly they he's he's it. okay. So here here it is. Uh you remember in Parks and Rec? He's Jerry. He's Jerry Gergich <laughs> he's Jerry. of Raccoon City. Yes. <laughs> My name's actually not Leon, it's Dion. You guys have been calling me that the whole time. Whatever, Leon. I didn't well. want to correct you. <laughs> There's a point where, where one of the cops making fun of him goes, Leon ass Kennedy. You get it, Leon? Because you shot your partner in the ass. <laughs> they actually say that. They, they actually say that. He's really... They do that. Jill oh, steals movie. a sandwich and goes, this is Jill's sandwich. Steve, you're describing yeah, the greatest comedy ever written. <laughs> and that, and this, I don't know if I'm going to hate this now. It sounds like a, a fun no, comedy. A slapstick comedy. I refuse, I refuse to watch this movie. You guys are gonna have to Justice League it. I have to. Yeah, if you want me to watch this, we're gonna have to Justice League. I, I have to watch this by law. It's it's, it's in law. law. Yep. Galani Law. It's Galani a good, Law. It's a good sit. It's not, but uh, okay. It's a good sit. It's a good sit. It's a good sit. Are we ready to move on to our next category? That's good shit, sir. Uh, I'm gonna go from bad to evil. Ooh. <laughs> with villain of the year. Oh boy, who who done did it? Who done did it? And I'm going to tell you who done did it for me. And that was player 218 from Squid Game. Oh, he's gla- wow. gla- glasses boy. Glasses. Oh, that's a bad dude. Oh, man, I thought you'd go with old man. Player one. Now, you could he's say betrayal is bad. You could say murder is bad. But going after your best friend and attacking him at the end. Well, and manipulating the uh, and manipulating the him the rough. whole time. Come on. Come on. This dude's a total shyster, dude. And, you know, you could argue that player one is pretty evil and is a villain. But I don't know. There's something about player 218, the coldness. He's bad the entire time, dude. He really like, is. Player one's at least having fun. Player two eighteen, like <laughs> even when he's even when he's got he's inside still, baseball, he's a good time. He's fucking. He's fucking like. Mm, you know what? You should pick the star shape. Mm. I'm gonna go with the triangle. Because he knew. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Like it, it's. Y- there's a lot of evil people in Squid Game, but I just <clears throat> two eighteen really rubbed me the wrong way. So. That was my pick for villain of the year. Plus, he has those classic anime evil glasses. Oh, my God. I should have known. You should have known. We all should have known. The reflection, man. The reflection on the glasses. So I'm going to go next because I feel like mine's kind of in line with yours. Okay. So um, 
What's worse? What's worse than a friend betraying you? A friend betraying you and then spitting on a mirror. Oh. <laughs> so Nathan Nate Shelley, Ted Lasso. This is a guy in season one you love. You love he. He grows as a character and becomes a coach on a team. And season two, he just becomes so full of himself that he just anytime anything is not going his way, he blows up. He takes things he for granted. And and it's just he's just and he hates himself while he's doing it. Absolutely. That's the real fucker. People are praising him and like. He has elevated his problems to a hundred percent and he's just making, he's making it worse for himself. Like, that's the thing is it's like, if he wasn't being so awful and like, so full of himself, it wouldn't be that bad. Well, yeah. Cause he's, he's flawed in the sense that he doesn't, he's never been praised before and he really doesn't know how to handle it. Right. Yeah. It's very true. I like think once he has that listen, power, it's not like, and the great thing about Ted Lasso is these characters are all pretty three dimensional, and you could still kind of empathize with them a little. I think you know? he's redeemable, he but is. like you know, I think it's going to have to be a really big moment because, like, the last episode of Ted Lasso, mm. wow, that wow. is like a self implosion of his character, and he keeps spitting on mirrors. <laughs> yeah, fucking gross. Well, you know, he hates himself too. I yeah, know, but someone's got to clean those mirrors up. That's what he makes did him... it in 2021, dude. I th- Come I th- on. I think that's where the empathy comes in. Cause you know, like it's not him, you know, he's, he hates who he is and what he's becoming. And there's some good there still, you know, I think, but right now, Ooh, bad. someone's got to clean those mirrors. Bad news, somebody's got to clean that mirror, dude. All right. Let's talk about this. This uh, I think this is a, a new character to villain of the year. Never yeah. heard of this guy. Um, <laughs> So you know what I like about villains is that they can also, while they're also evil and bad and terrible, they can also be kind of cool and fun and do pro wrestling moves uh, <laughs> on Spider-Man. Uh, so John and I, again, John and I double-picked Green Goblin. Yeah, wow, um, double-pick again. Character's yeah. real name, Norman McDonald. Could you imagine a villain <laughs> a villain la- a lasting as long as 20 years and being the being the best Ooh, villain gosh, in, I, in a different movie with the same name. Yeah. That's me, Spider-Man. I, I, mean, <laughs> I kind of love that. Hold on, Devin, let me ask you a question. Yeah, please. Could you imagine General Zod from Man of Steel just popping up in a random Superman movie? John, it's going to happen no. in the Flash movie. <laughs> Can you imagine if Zod from Superman 2 from the 70s? Oh, <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, that. Oh, that's, that, yeah. who, that's who I thought you, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, the uh, Michael Shannon Zod. Is, is it bad up. that I completely oh. forgot about Michael Shannon Zod? Yeah, because Henry Cavill's your fucking goat. That's your I mean, goat, dude. He's my goat, Hugh. He's the Witch, he's your goat. Yeah, he's the witch hair. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really, it's really awesome to see that. Like one of the, my main takeaways from Spider-Man: No Way Home was that not only did they get all the Spider-Man from different movie franchises across different timelines together in one movie. That's whatever, right? That's you're expect. It's expected to be good now after Spider-Verse did it, right? Right. But the main bad guy, the the main villain, the big bad of this movie was was the original Green Goblin from Raimi's Spider-Man movies. Like that's if that doesn't if that doesn't tip 
their hat to what the the like of the importance of the of the Rami Spider Man movies. Like I don't know what else. Oh yeah, to say, and right? like it's it's aged wonderfully. Like it's kind of one of those like. I mean, it's really Chico's though, Devin. It's Chico's because Willem Dafoe. Dude's yeah. fucking goat. He's a goat himself. He's, he's literally a goat. A goat Dude, what, how, what a fucking like slam dunk of a casting where like 20 cool. years later, they're like, yeah, Willem Dafoe's the perfect choice for fucking and Green like, Goblin. Thomas Hayden Church and Jamie Foxx have both become better actors. You know, yeah. They're older. Like, I mean, seeing Short them, directed. yeah, they they were the ones they to me were the variables. Like, I wasn't sure what they were going to put into this film other than nostalgia and being the corny villains that they were. Yeah. But man, oh man, I I feel like both of them really shined. You know? I, yeah, I, I you like know, them all, in this. All they had to do was act. Well, I, I'd say more. All so. they had to do is have Thomas Jane come in as the Punisher, though. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I would say, then I would say we're more talking. so, more so for Spider, uh, for uh, the Electra? amazing Spider-Man, because oh, all he had to do was act uh, not at all like. Um, now, but it like goes to show, like one. it, like it's it's kind of crazy because like you you think No Way Home, and you think the villains, and you're like my thought goes right to Green Goblin and yeah. and uh, Doc Ock, like yeah. just yeah. goes right yeah, to those guys. They're they're the top tier of this movie, and um, I yeah. I really like that they kind of in the marketing they push it's oh it's Alfred Molina, and I'm not saying he's not an important, he doesn't have an important yeah, but they don't even there, show but... yeah. They don't even show it. And they, show, man, they don't even show Willem Dafoe. And you you kind of know he's in the movie, right? Because you see the thing in the trailer. The but, bomb, yeah. but you don't know that he's the fucking, he's the dude. He's the He's kind of he's the, the crux of the plot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's he, that's he really what it is. He fucks everything You, you didn't know he was going to be so important. <laughs> yeah, dude. He ruins everything. And it, in a wonderful, like, villainous way. I and, love it. Uh, Incredible. Well, I mean, thing, I, like, I, I think... ended that movie wishing there was a scenario where like things go back to normal and then like this Norman for some reason stays and he's like, I'm going to start a new company called Oscorp. Like I was I kind of like hoping that, that like, happened. You're that's ready the for thing because it. it's like he his character from the Raimi ones, like there's a scene where he like he puts his mask on like the dumpster edge. Yeah. And like they're doing like the little Raimi like the mask oh, yeah. talking to him, yeah. and I'm like yes. That's and then great. he like puts on like the purple hoodie, and the purple hoodie gets all ripped up and tatters, and he's got the hood on. And I'm right. like, dude, they just they just like turned Sam Raimi's Green Goblin, who's like in a mech suit, <laughs> and, then into, a pony, like, and then a ponytail guy, <laughs> and then ponytail <laughs> guy's going nuts. He's going yeah. fucking nuts, <laughs> but like because he loved it, ponytail guy. But um, yeah, like just the fact that they turned. Fucking Green Goblin, Sam Raimi's like into Green Goblin, like Sam Raimi and comic is so good. I don't want to yeah. poo poo on anybody's parade, but we didn't get a painting either. So I just want to. Oh, you're that. right. Never mind. I take we'll it. Throw back. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> painting, the painting would have just. Painting I think would have been my movie It would have distracted from. Well, that's the thing. It was coming through the purple ripping, ripping space the... time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. What <laughs> at least, at least we have pony, ponytail guy. <laughs> ponytail yeah, guy, ultimate villain. Fuck hell yeah! I want to get some more popcorn. Oh, it's so right. great! Hell yeah! Woo! All right, let's Woo! move. On. Let's move Mobius. on from there. Right. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, uh, staying on the same in the same lane. Villain of the year. The next category is uh, best character. Man, we go so negative for so long. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. We get them all you're out, right, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's that's positive. Uh, yeah, we got a we got a bad one. I think another bad one coming up. No, 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 no. Never mind. This is, I'll go. That's it. all up from here, baby. 
I'll go first. Uh, I believe. Oh, that's not true. No, I lied. Doom Patrol season three was, as the millennials will call it, Rita season. It's spelled S Z N. Uh, Chris, I think you would agree. Everybody finished it here, right? Well, yeah. John, yes. you know, there's there's two of the same category here, and it's called best hero and best character. Right. <laughs> and I think either either uh, Rita Farr could have fit in on either of these lists, and even on villain of the year in some way too. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Better. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> why I went with best character because they really they I mean they didn't do Rita dirty in the previous seasons, but like. This was her season. This is definitely sure, definitely yeah. her season. Mm-hmm. And just the 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 depth that they go, like the fact that she has been traveling through time the entire like there's some Doctor Who shit in there, like some yes. good Doctor Who shit in there. The fact that she's been traveling in time to get revenge yeah. against Madame Rouge the entire like you think about it. Cuz like they they do a time jump from like 1917 to like 1945 and she's still there. Uh in um in the past in the, with right. the, uh, the, the Bureau of Normalcy. Mm. And like, I don't know, man, you think about, it's like, it's like, it's really cool. The transformation that they, they give this character. Cause if you go back to the, like the first episode of the, of season one, she's really kind of just, she's a coward. She's a coward. She's unsure of herself. She's kind of, she's a liability, right? Cause she, you know, can't, talk to people because then she turns into a big glob, blob and destroys the entire yeah. fucking town and gets musicals written about <laughs> her. <clears throat> and now she's like, you know, and like the whole time, like she kind of like this season, she's like, like, oh my God, am I like a ta- time traveling like superhero? Like, and she's push, she's pushing, she's the one pushing the superhero team. Yeah. Uh, narrative for for the whole for the whole squad in this season. She becomes she's a true the leader. leader. She's, she's a, the yeah, leader. She becomes yeah. a true leader this season. She's always been one of my favorite characters, but she really she, like really shined. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. She's Rita. She's yeah. my you know. Well, she also had that really. Uh, I mean, not to add more to it, but like she did have that kind of cute little callback where like Cliff's like. Oh, I just want to go home. Like, and he's like, "Okay, let's get you home." Like, it's an exact yeah. flip from yeah. I, that was uh, the pilot or nice. the second, yeah. of, you know, yeah. early on in season one. Right. Uh, really enjoyed that. Pretty cool. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good pick, John. I can. Go I know. Back. I know you'd agree. Uh, for my pick of best character of the year, I chose Gabriel from Malignant. <laughs> Woo! Because let me tell you, when I saw this meatloaf man's face for the first time, <laughs> it was love. It was love. I love the way he looks. Love it. I love the leather. I love the 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 weapon that he chooses. I love the way he moves. I love the way he throws chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I. Ah, what an en- enigmatic villain slash hero that Maling- uh, that uh, malignant. Oh, that he's Gabriel. the hero that movie needed. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> and I feel that his character is one of the greatest versions of Phantom of the Opera. Uh, I feel like that's a big influence. And I, I like that story. It's really, it's emotional and empathetic and it makes you care about a, an evil person or a supposedly evil person as the phantom. So I, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't really think of anybody else that stuck with me this long. 
this year. That that's my my take. Will on you game. like it more when in *Malignant 2* he's a hero? <laughs> yeah, he's dude. Gonna be, fucking gonna be team him up with Spider-Man. He'll <laughs> <laughs> fix him. Yeah, like, make him better. Definitely, <laughs> he's definitely going to be a hero in the, in the sequel. For sure. I mean, I just, I, I really, like, we talked about him so much, and it's been around us so much this year. It stood, he stood the test of time. It hasn't left my brains as I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that was a pretty easy pick for me. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, I'll go next. Um, I picked a character from the show Arcane. Uh, name it goes by the name of Jinx. Again, I could give uh, a shit about anything League of Legends related, but this character, voiced by Ella Purnell, who's uh, also in Yellow Jackets, um, she is kind of like, hey, this is how you do a, and I'm not, I don't want to say this just to just kind of devolve her into this because she's really not this, but like, hey, this is how you do a Harley Quinn type now really well without like relying on just like really boring tropes. No, I think that's an accurate estimate. Like, yeah, like she's a really interesting character that has, you know, some a pretty uh you know horrific background uh backstory how would you actually break this person to be this person yes uh and it's a character that is doing i mean she's really the heart of the show as well like it's a character that you root for even though they're doing really bad things and making really bad decisions and you know it's it's kind of heartbreaking at the same time but uh she's just kind of an electric character on the screen she's mm -hmm. You want to see what she does next. You kind of want to see, uh, you know, how the other characters are going to react to her. Because, again, she's she's very integral to the plot. Uh, and I just really like how everybody's really earnest uh, around her, even as well. Like, you know, Vi and the way Vi and Silco and then like everybody, uh, you know, kind of reacts to her is also very, very interesting because it's, is, it's is, very is Jinx the main character. Jinx is she's the one blue haired sister. She's the okay. she's one of the uh, main characters. Um, pretty much, I would say it's probably Vi and Jinx. Um, okay. Vi is voiced by Haley uh, Steinfeld, who, uh, you know, another person who crushes it. But uh, I also just like I really love her. Like, I, I really love Ella Purnell's uh, basic like her performance. I, I think it's really cool. Uh, I, I kind of like. I don't know. It's just super, super fitting. Uh, and also she has a great like design in general. So yeah, no, I, uh, I'm a big, big fan of her for sure. Great choice. Great choice. Um, to, to cap it off, uh, I chose, uh, the character of Carl Havoc from, I think you should leave. Um, <laughs> I think so he does the, okay. the most with the least amount of screen time. He really does. So here's <laughs> the thing. Okay. It wasn't like, I died when I saw it laughing because yeah. it was such a funny like scene. But the problem was it stuck with me to the point where I remember when we were watching Black Widow, like Devin leaned over and was like, yo, imagine if Carl Havoc was in this theater <laughs> and I was just fucking dying for like 20 minutes. And now I've been doing that whenever I watch stuff. Like I was like, what if Carl Havoc was in this movie? <laughs> And it's just like it, it. I have to hold myself back from laughing because I'm just imagining just a man with too much shit on him. 
doesn't want to be around anymore. He doesn't want to be around anymore. <laughs> it's, you know what? Carl Havoc is 2021 in a bowl. In a bag. I hope I he's, hope he's Carl great, Havoc turned into a great meme for sure. Does what he's yeah. supposed to do and destroys all prank channels because it's really <laughs> stupid. And that's what that whole skit is about. How dumb that fucking shit is in general. Like, ugh. It's so lovely. funny. Oh my god. Um, but yes, Carl Havoc, you and your fucking weird ass face and fucking too much shit. Uh you, you're my best character. So congrats. Uh, let's move on. Um, we're going back into the bad pool, guys. Ooh. But this is the last one before sun shines, rainbows, and 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 thumbs up all around. Yeah. Because we're going to go and pick our kill of the year. The worst of the worst. Mm. This, this, is, this is as bad as it gets. Yeah. And uh, our choices, Zack Snyder's Justice League, COVID still ruining things, and Titans. Um, Devin, you want to start off? You know, because yeah, we started off with most disappointing an actual yeah. human death. Let's, let's start with an actual out. This is a cop out. Cop let's start with an actual well, you know, thing. It's just, uh, listen, this is a thing that is still ruining everything that I uh, hold dear. Uh, whether did you really love going to Magfest that much? Then? <laughs> <laughs> I love Morbius, <laughs> and I haven't watched it yet. And COVID is to blame. Uh, it's just, no, it just really is just this thing that is just hey. You know that thing you were excited for? It's not happening. Or you know that I was thing, you finally wait. getting comfortable again. Yeah, and then and we get the know. third. And then we got the fucking the Re- Revenge of Skywalker. Hobo Macron. I told I told Chris, uh, I said I got one more variant in me before I just start wearing a MAGA hat and saying it's a hoax. Like I just I don't have it in me anymore. It's about Dude, to, I think people beat you to beat the me. punch, man. Well, no, I'm, I'm about to join that team. Two years ago. Team, dude, I think dude. fucking Joe Biden's already in that boat. <laughs> uh, no, but like uh, I mean, just like most recently, uh and uh, things happen. I get it. But as you know, I'm really I was really excited for uh, Final Fantasy 16, and they're like Oh yeah, it's get, it got pushed back a whole six months. Sorry, and it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> like okay, guys. Uh, and whether it's for personal events, whether it's for you know, it's just hard to get death, mm-hmm. death as well. But mainly uh, the things I want to go to, I can't. So that's more important than people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, but sure. also just like a, a, a constant, and it's 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 just like what it does to the people, and you know, it's political it's it's everything and it's just like an ugly ugly thing that's all encompassing and it's still here and i am just yeah you're i mean john's not wrong it is kind of a cop-out but uh i just love zach snyder's justice league so i couldn't pick that <laughs> that's fair <laughs> at least he's honest oh speaking of loving things i'll, I'll go next <laughs> uh let me tell you a story uh about titans the show that i hated to like and the show that I went all in on this season because of the Red Hood stuff was really cool. Uh, until I watched an episode where um, uh, the characters that have previously died in the season uh, were in the afterlife. And it was black and white. And they got out of the afterlife. And it was one of the worst things I've seen <laughs> I think ever on, in the television show, in watching. I mean, I don't. I don't watch it. Like I'm not Chris Galani. I don't. I don't watch loads of TV. Yeah. But I've seen. Yeah. A, I've seen a number. A good number of. TV I think. Shows De- I think Devin day. beat me in that this year. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. 
I watch I fucking movies are about equal, but I think no, hold, but hold this was the second John. This was the show. <laughs> this had this happened in Doom Patrol season three as well. They all died and were in the afterlife too. No, that was no, that was this was good. I know. I know. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> there's like there's a, there's a vibe check, and Titans fails all the vibe checks before they throw something fucking. The the only thing that could have made it weirder that might have redeemed itself would be a musical episode. You know, <laughs> mm. like oh, at that, man, if they raise anatomy to it and just threw a musical once more out. with Robin, <laughs> once more with Robin, <laughs> not only that, but man, some of the stuff I can't, I, I, there's too many. Like, I the thing is, favorite, I didn't even finish this season, Devin. Yeah, my favorite Whoa. is that you thought that was the finale, you threw your hat. Like, it's I rage quit. Yeah, when they when I found out there was more, there were five more episodes after that episode or whatever. I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't do it. You threw your hat, kicked your tiny lawn chair out of the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, just, I threw my lawn chair. No, because like this was the show that I loved to. Gabriel did. I loved to <laughs> hate. Wait, I I loved that I hated to love to like the show. Right. Oof. Yeah. It was my guilty, guilty pleasure that I secretly enjoyed liking. That was my that was that my Cowboy sense. Bebop experience. In a nutshell. Yeah. You know what's sad? Luckily, you know what's sad? Yeah, you know what's sad? <laughs> Titans didn't get canceled. Like, Cowboy Bebop. Did. Netflix uh, was looking out for you, Chris. Yeah, HBO yeah. Max is not looking out for me. They're yeah, not I don't treating even... John right. Because even the Why the Last Man, I was I was digging that too. The first few episodes and that That's, got canceled. That was too. kind of a bummer. Even though I didn't watch yeah. it, that was uh, waiting for Sandman to just get canceled as well. Like it's it's gonna get canceled before it comes out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Titans. Um, I don't. Know, I think I'm done. I, I don't think I can watch another. Wow. Like you think like the stamps you, in. you think you're just like done with. The I created my own troll channel in what's hot for Titans when it came <laughs> out, so I could just dump my fucking load all over it every time Red Hood came in, came in the screen and fought Dick Grayson. It became real. People, people were jumping in. Dude, I saw everybody following with I you. Can't. I can't, dude. I have to. I have to kill this. Like, and that's that's the thing about this. This kill of the year. It's not just oh, oh yeah, my ratings. I kill it. Like, no, I have to kill this and purge it from from my my life. Like, I have to remove this from my life because it's, I agree. it's a cancer. Evil dies tonight, man. Evil <laughs> dies tonight. <laughs> we have to remove the cancer. We have to cut out the cancer. I don't even know what happened, Devin. I don't even know what happens. All I know is that the the Titan subreddit we're going crazy. In, and getting so angry because they like that like me some there are some decent human beings in that subreddit <laughs> oh, cool. that that felt the same way as me that season two was really good and then they blew it all in the last five minutes of the show and then like <laughs> i think do that a lot <laughs> dude dude i can't no i, I can't, mean listen john remember i said i have that bet with you i was like i'll do it and i watched season one and i was like this this took uh, it out of me man it's hard. No, that's not. No, no, that's not the same, Devin. Not the same. Oh, I watched <laughs> season one. No, I'm I saying season I, one. I, I got no, you didn't you season seen one, the things that I've seen. You haven't seen the things I've seen. I can only imagine, dude. dude that's some Blade Runner shit right there, dude. <laughs> Steve, should we talk about the thing we saw? Oh, that we about teardrops in the rain, Chris. Teardrops in the rain. Slow hey, Chris, motion, of course. I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What's worse than a two-hour version of Justice League? A four-hour version of Justice League, Steve. <laughs> Thank you for that alley baby. 
I hated this. Oh, you know, I am so glad we at least watched it with people. That's true. It saved. It saved so much pain. It still felt like it was several hours long. Like not not like a number of hours long. It felt like seven hours. And this just four hour root canal of a film is being lauded by idiots everywhere. I don't get it. I don't, you know what? You know why? Because people, they they just want to think that the things in the past are bad and things that come out now are good. And here's the thing. Justice League was bad, but it's only two hours. <laughs> yeah. It's the length of a movie. It's not the fucking Irishman. And I think the nightmare sequence is the worst thing I have ever seen in a superhero movie. Hands down. It's an abomination. That sequence is an abomination. (laughs) It is. It is so somewhat satirical, making fun of itself, but it's not relevant enough to make fun of. It's just stupid, bad dialogue, bad characterization. This is just the nightmare scene, guys. Joe Manganiello with his stupid, weird, floppy mohawk. He, you know what? He should have been in Spider-Man No Way Home as Flash Thompson showed up. <laughs> oh, and man, asked, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. Uh, please, someone kill me because I'm going to end up in Justice League. Uh, it's that bad. It's that bad. Uh, yeah, just moment to moment. Martian Manhunter. Uh, oh, know. my God. I forgot about uh, that. Uh, Spoiler spo- 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 for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Fucking Superman's mom is fucking Martian Manhunter. At least that's what you would think if you didn't that's, know who the fuck Martian Manhunter was. That's what you would think in a bubble, for sure. I like to think the person that doesn't know anything about DC Comics just assumes Martian Manhunter is his mother. That movie is shot that way. It's cut that kinda, way. Kind of is, you know? After all these years, Martian Manhunter is always... Martha Manhunter, as Martha we have deemed it. Manhunter. Martha Manhunter. It explains why they were never able to have conceived, because she was an alien the whole time. <laughs> They were gonna have an alien uh, no matter she, what. That's how she was able to understand, like, help Clark with his powers because she knew. She knew. No, 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 no cap, guys. I drank six White Claws watching this, and not that enough, the, Chris. That was the most amount of booze I've ever drank in a in a movie for a long. It's been a long time. It's been <laughs> I a feel, long time. I feel like you were completely sober during that too. Like it, it was that bad of a movie that it didn't even allow you to be like drunk. Well, Steve, every hour sobered me up. <laughs> Because I hated it so much. And I was like, oh, got to top it off because I'm starting to think about this. Running low. Oh, no. My brain's trying to process this shit. Oh, God. So It was um, worse than COVID. <laughs> Evan, it's worse than COVID. Uh, you know what? You, you're allowed to have that. Again. You can vaccinate against COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League and Titans, though. We got nope. nothing for it. Yeah, no it's protection. a shame, right? Fuck, like that depresses me. Get your DC booster com- next DC year. Comics are the kills of the year again. Still, like, I mean, they've got some high highs with Suicide Squad, but holy shit, guys! And it's just it makes you so infuriated, infuriating, or it is so infuriating that this has gotten more attention, more eyes, more critical praise than something like Suicide. Well, not critical praise, but Suicide Squad, which had less eyes, less money going into it through through people seeing it, like. That infuriates me. 
so it much. was uh it was some fucking youtube guys uh like one of those like movie reviewer dudes it was, it was his number one movie of the year Oh, Red Pill Incel movie <laughs> watcher? Is that who you're talking yeah. about, Devin? No, like Red, Pill, Red Pill Incel oh is a fucking... That's catchy as shit, the way you said that. It's awesome. Yeah. Welcome it was... to Red Pill Incel video. Number one, Jackson <laughs> Jesse. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it's, it's shocking. It's shocking that people, like... I get like being like, listen, I, I, I'll admit, I was glad. I was like, you know, at least he gets to make the movie. I think we he talked really enough. To make, but... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the next. Devin, yeah, we're going yeah. to the next. Devin, here's the thing. You know yeah. what? Bring in Baby New Year. Devin. Yeah, we got. Let's bring, bring in that Baby got, New got Year. Rolling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm putting uh, the listen, timer back on. We have uh, now that we've got all the negativity out of the way. I think. Um, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we did. I got uh, some negative for this let's, one. Oh no! <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, we have the most anticipated in the year of 2022 uh, stuff that we are just absolutely thrilled for and very excited for, and hopefully these things all come out. <laughs> Uh, John, you seem like you're ready to go, so you can start. Yeah, let's go. Uh, it's not really. Um, it's kind of a troll, <laughs> kind of, because I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if we're gonna get this, because I know for a fact we're not gonna get the game next year. I mean, we don't. We don't know any of what we're gonna get next. Yeah, because we've just seen leaks. But I'm I'm anticipating that we're gonna get a trailer for the Resident Evil Four remake. And there's a lot riding on this. There's a lot of. There's high stakes here. Uh, in my in my eyes. Um, I don't think this is that far off. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I mean, Capcom's got a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, I mean, they, they're evil. notorious for, for throwing a trailer out. But the thing is, like, what we've heard in the rumors is that they're really fucking prickly when it comes to this to this one. Yeah, they, they, um, they originally planned to have the Resident Evil 3 team work on it. And then after the response, the critical response of the Resident Evil 3 remake. Release, I, would love, I would have loved that team to redo RE4. I think honest. they I think they wanted the response that RE2 got for 3. You're not going to do that. I mean, I don't know. Resident Evil 2 being remade was like what everybody wanted forever, right? No, I know. I agree. Nobody, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I hate Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, but I didn't need a Resident Evil 3 remake. Yeah. I ended up really liking that game a lot. I it's played good. the shit out of that. It is good. But I didn't really need that. Like, I don't need it like I need air. And like I needed Resident Evil Two remake. Everybody needed Resident Evil Two remake. Like they, like they needed. We've been three. begging for it since two thousand two. Right. And they finally get like. Of course, it's gonna get fucking. Well, and they did a really good job with it too. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's be real. Um, RE three. I think it was just a, a game too big for little minds. At some point, <laughs> you just gotta take take it for what it is. And it was a it was a really good game that I got. I actually got a lot of hours from me and Devin at least. We got the plat. Yeah. So the thing is, like Resident Evil Four remake, it seems like they they really they don't want to fuck it up, which is I guess is a good thing, right? That they're that they're being careful with it. But also, like, what else we were hearing was like they were like, oh, we don't we want to we want to fucking break the mold again. That's like, bitch, you don't have to. Like, you don't have to fucking change the world with with the remake of of a game that changed the world. You know, like just give us a good remake. It's fine. Give us give it the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment, you know. Although, did they? Did they? Oh, you oh, do they, they change the world? Oh, they change the world. Oh, you know what? Don't do that because then then Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Four remake Volume Two 
We'll never come out. We'll never we'll never get to the castle, guys. John, if you ask for we'll that, you will, the village forever. you will literally be a ghost in Resident Evil 4 <laughs> that is trying to prevent characters from doing different things in the game. You know what it is? I mean, it's I, just a buttload of berries all trying to stop you from fighting. <laughs> I mean, I respect Because I, I do think, I really do have worries that they're going to fuck it up. And that's only because, you know, I don't know. Like, what if tomorrow they were like, oh, we're going to remake Super Mario Bros. 3. Like, what? Why would you even try? Like, that's how I feel with Resident Evil 4, right? Super Mario All-Stars. No, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, like, really did. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, like, 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 Miyamoto goes into fucking uh, Nintendo headquarters and and starts firing people because he (laughs) he he wants to change the world again with Super Mario Brothers 3 Remake. It doesn't make any sense, right? You know I'm a Nintendo simp. I'll let him do whatever he wants. I know, but, like, why would they try to break... Why would they try to break the internet with with Super Mario Brothers three remake? You know that's how I feel with Resident Evil four. Like it's already a timeless classic. Just you know, dude. You know when you see this, just trailer, update the you're gonna nut. You're gonna nut so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is that nut gonna have blood in it or no? Yeah. I don't know. A lot. Dude, yeah, you're gonna, you're not gonna have blood in it. And you're gonna be like, oh, I'm infected. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be like, You're gonna start saying that. And like you said, like. Like we said, I mean, if Resident Evil Village was anywhere on this list for anti-fannies this year, then we would have talked about how they, how with Resident Evil Village, they set the groundwork. It's almost like they they created that environment so they could use it for Resident yeah. Evil 4. Right? You're not wrong. Like, that game plan that, I was like, that. oh, that this was just a big test to get textures of outside in, like, a village for a remake. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say that. And, uh, you know, I, as long as Leon looks like the Leon in the movie... Um, Wait, cool. in the movie? Oh, you're, t- you're talking about yeah. the goofball? Leon I mean, I, ass Kennedy. I want, I want goofball <laughs> Leon. Uh, oh, no. I wouldn't Kennedy. mind a change. I would. I honestly wouldn't mind a change in character design for Leon, if that's what you're hinting at. Like, I know you're trolling, Devin, but I wouldn't hate them to change the well, character. I would want it to be that so Steve couldn't know. So none of us would be able to, you know, really separate it. Oh, Anytime... they're going to give it the, they're gonna give it the Witcher treatment and just make him look like Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's just gonna be way too big. Wait, they did that for the Final Fantasy, or I'm sorry, they did that for the Resident Evil movie where they're in Antarctica. Man, I remember that where he's like a big square jawed Leon. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're like, this wasn't right either. (laughs) That that guy barely spoke English, and they clearly dubbed over every line he had. I think Chris was the best. Ugh, what am I saying? No, yeah, don't. <laughs> Sorry, dude, don't do it, Chris. There's no, there's no win in that game. What am I talking? That's about? Squid Game. <laughs> uh, so from there, I'm gonna go with mine. Uh, I, I chose Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This is probably one. my real most anticipated. Because yeah. holy shit, man, did this like almost pull all the wind out of No Way Out? Or I'm, I'm no, oh, man, sure no did. way home. Like that, that week before, like everybody was talking about across the spider-verse because yeah yeah that fucking trailer like that little snippet holy shit dude that got me so excited yeah dude he's all grown up though it makes me a little sad my little miles he grows up that's the he's thing. like in college now that's real Looks life like... our boy yeah he's an adult boy. now but don't forget don't forget steve Infinity War was a better comic book movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking one that. Wait, I know. It, I knew it was a toss. The anniversary of that. <laughs> Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Four years. Three years. I'm sorry. Year, I'm, 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 sorry. I'm sorry, Steve, and I had to defend a, ch- a small child from you guys slaughtering him. In front of everybody. <laughs> no. 
he, going back on it. He'll, he, he can take it. He's tough. <laughs> he's strong. Miles is a strong kid. He's he's a strong boy. Better. Um, I love him. Well, so yeah, this, uh, there's there's a there's a lot riding on this though. Like I really, I said the same thing about John Wick too. Before that, for that, for that, blue made me nut in the theater. So, <laughs> like, I just here's the thing. Like that first movie, I just after it's I saw it, I was like, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, like, it's a masterpiece. Let him let like him do, Miyamoto him firing all of Nintendo, dude. Fucking Spider Man across the Spider Verse could fucking nut me raw all night, and I'd be like, give me more, baby. And I know that's gross. They don't say that at award shows, but I do. They said it at the Oscars. They yeah, I think, I think Henry Cavill sure. said it. Yo, keep nutting me, Spider Man. I keep asking for more. And keep then they nutting. played him off. <laughs> keep so what's, this P- what's this PS4 game uh, Chris and Devin are excited for? What is that? Well, I'm glad you asked, John, <laughs> because me and Devin chose God of War Ragnarok as our it's most coming out, though, for sure. It's not well, it, got delayed. A, it got delayed. Well, if COVID, if COVID uh, doesn't ruin it, it's expected next year. Um, I mean, Balrog what's more, more realistic? Balrog's going to run it back. Is it more realistic to expect a trailer of a game that hasn't officially been announced yet, or God of War Ragnarok coming out? <laughs> we, got a, we got a trailer. We got a. Trailer. I think we got a trailer. No, he's really talking about his. Yeah. Oh no, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Listen. Ragnarok, we have a cool trailer. They uh, reaffirm that it's coming out in 2022. It's gonna be it, uh, like there really isn't anything. There's I a lot riding on this too. Oh, yeah, it's 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 deep in the zeitgeist. See, we get in a fast Thor, baby. It's also, That's what uh, we want. It's it's also confirmed that Corey Bar- no, Balrog isn't directing this one too. <laughs> fast Thor is true. popular That's in all true. mediums. Yeah. I can't believe people were offended by that Thor. Like fucking get over yeah, it. I'm always, like, I'm always shocked when people are like, "How dare you? It's How like, dare you take take away my Aryan prince? What? His really? blonde hair and his eyes. Yeah, give me a ginger fucking actually, fat I, beer I, I, drinking overlord. Could have swore that that is actually a more accurate portrayal. Yeah, that's of what Thor. people say. Yeah, people say and that the the, yeah, the muscular dude. Yeah, he's he's Robert Baratheon with a hammer. Um, yeah. <laughs> funny enough he had a hammer too but yep uh no dude it's 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 what we got playstation 5s for right and You're i right. know it's a it's title um but still i can sleep soundly knowing that i'm going to play the best version of god of war ragnarok on yeah no i i respect that they're 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 still they're sticking to their guns especially with the way with the with the 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 fate of the world right now, where nobody can get a PS Five. Yeah, like I mean, imagine if they gate kept and they, they you couldn't play. The big God of War fans couldn't even play God of War because they never fucking actually, that I would think, be terrible. I think I would. I think I would want that. Actually, I want to. <laughs> oh come on, man! Because uh, I'm evil. <laughs> man, look, it's it's a continuation of a story we all we all like absolutely loved. Um, it's the end of the of the Norse. Uh, God of War as well. Oh. Didn't you tell me all. in confidence, Devin, that it's the greatest relationship between a man and a son or a man and a boy since Urkel and Carl Winslow? <laughs> you said, uh, that? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, that's actually yeah. my favorite. Um, all right, now I got to stop. I got to stop. You there, Devin, that's absurd. <laughs> no, the Urkel Winslow dynamic is it, it transcends <laughs> space and time. A lot of time. We can't spend an hour on this. Did I do that? Yeah, we're, we're actually out of time. Two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. Uh, look, the 
It's going to be great. And it's going to be, and to kind of discuss what John was discussing earlier about like uh, one of his biggest disappointments, this is, uh, this is going to the, the, the monolith is slowly moving and we're Surprise, about though. to, the train's going and Surprise we're about to uh, the tracks. Forbidden West isn't your most anticipated Well, I'm surprised game. Morbius isn't yours, John. Okay? <laughs> 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 Come on, John. Was. Come on, look, man. Look, 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 this was most anticipated in 2022 in lieu of Morbius. This is, this is the guy <laughs> that started a Morbius chant at a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm just yeah. saying. You know. Dude, yeah, like our, it's gonna be crazy when this game comes out. There's just a lot riding on it. There's a lot riding on all these. Man, these there's a lot an- riding on everything. These now. most anticipated, <laughs> this most anticipated should be a fucking high stakes. A lot riding on it of in 2022. Dude, I'm looking at, I'm looking at like stuff that's gonna come out in 2022, and it's terrifying. We all picked uh, video. Oh, except for Steve. Never mind. Yeah. Steve. Sorry, guys. I like movies. Chris, I didn't pick a video game. I picked a trailer for a video game. <laughs> Me yeah. and Ponytail Guy are going to go nuts when we see John, across John the John picked a, a trailer for a game that definitely isn't coming out next year. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is pretty low. No, but oh, he's, sorry, he wants, he's excited for the trailer. I'm sorry. You don't love anything, Devin? You don't I love anything love so much? Anything. You want, you're excited for, for a little snippet? You know what? I'm excited for the, 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 Aquaman too. I'm, I'm gonna go. fuck it. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna go. Oh, 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 shut Aquaman up! Too. I'm gonna lawn chair. I'm Let's move on. Yeah, next, yeah, on. next oh, Sony. Next, next Sony event. You guys are coming over and I'll yeah. Chris, break the chair actually, out again. Can I really quickly? Can I? We should call this most long chair moment in 2020. Long chair 2020. Okay, so you want to do my job, Devin? Because I was supposed to announce the goddamn title. No, no, he's talking I'm about most anticipated. most anticipated. Oh, most. Oh, we pulled oh, up our little lawn chair. chair and put it right in front yeah, of the screen. The way Halo Infinite came out, I think <laughs> I was, I think I was justified with my lawn chair. Well, speaking of moments, as Devin uh, put up the lawn chair moment, I we're moving on to our next category, and that would be moment of the year, folks. Big moments in film, TV, movies. Uh, that's that's redundant. I meant video games, of course. And we have some good choices here. We have the malignant jail scene, Jinx versus Echo fight in Arcane, and Spider-Man 3 catches MJ. So These are all great moments. First. These are all great moments. Uh, Devin, why don't I mean, you first? Because that's the thing I really don't care about. Sure, sure. So, <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> No you're a monster. No, it's yeah. good. It's really good. good yeah, but I just really don't. I, don't, so, so I see legal why, edges. Okay. I, I turn away. This is that's why it was they they should have hit it from everybody. Um, <laughs> what I love about this scene because I rewatched it today, which kind of confirmed, reaffirmed. Like I was like, this is it. This is like basically uh, in in just like a bottle of what exactly I like so much about Arcane. Uh, it's extremely stylistic. It's extremely well done. You know, if you're watching this with context, it's, it's just wonderful. Um, it's, you know, it's eccentric. It's, it's animated beautifully. It's, it's just like, it just moves so well. And it's so stylized. It, it just really is like, Hey, like, I almost feel like the pitch for this show entirely in terms of the style was like almost pretty much this in general. They said, like, this is what we want to do with this show. 
Uh, it really does stand out. I think it's my favorite, like, just sequence in the entirety of Arcane. Uh, it's at least in terms so of, like, fucking fights. cool how it's done. Yes. And it, it's not, everything's not like that, but it just really stands out. It's very, very unique. And it's just, it's just, like, wonderful. Like, it, I, I yeah. keep, my brain keeps going back to it. So, so for you guys, it's, it's these two characters who have grown up together, essentially, as children. And they're, they're, like, literally about to have a fucking death battle to like on a bridge mm. and while they're fighting there are splashes of graffiti showcasing them as children play fighting oh my god and doing what they're doing amazing <laughs> and then it flashes to like them actually fighting to the death it's and it's kind of breathtaking choice, music choice mm. yeah it really is it's like a breathtaking sequence that I would almost like I would say you could look it up on online. Just look up that. I just really would just recommend you not do it and like, you know, just watch it. Yeah, like like I think I think going into it like with the episodes before it and like seeing them grow up in front of you adds so much to this scene, too. Yes. And and again, it's 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 these characters like it's Jinx, who, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of. Uh, and uh, again, she's very important to a lot of different characters and it's just, it, it's, it's really like, just like as perfect as you could make a scene, uh, for a show like this. It really, like, I, I really don't, just don't have anything else to say about it. It's just like, it really is perfect for what it's going for. Good choice. Okay. Um, should we move to John's pick for a moment? Yeah. This was yeah. my, this is my close second. Dude. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that too. Yeah, so man. Uh the the my moment of the year is when um Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, Spider-Man number 3 uh catches MJ when she's falling. I did not expect to get emotional about a character and a move like a movie I despised when it came out <laughs> but this this almost made me cry like i choked up a little bit yeah yeah it's like could did you expect like and Devin, this means a lot coming from no, you because I'm... you this that was your man of steel yeah it really Spider-Man was. number two like it, could you imagine me crying over henry cavill Sp- a superman doing something he's saving he's saving later snap neck in, <laughs> in the, in the it's what you wanted to happen and it is a beautiful arc and and it, it works just... even in the context of the movie because they have yes. they have an explanation where they're basically right. like listen we've all you know you guys don't know what i'm going through they're they like, have oh, the origin know. story uh um explanations that they had in spider hey, i fucked up no wait i fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, wait I fucked up. Yeah, and, and I, I like what I when during that Spider-Man episode, I said, if you told me I was going to get emotional over a fucking scene from a movie that I absolutely cannot stand, I would have laughed in your face. But right. it's it's, and he I, I, again credit to Andrew Garfield who plays it wonderfully. Oh, oh so my good. god, dude. he plays it so good. He's so good, dude. There's no, there's no reason he should have put this much effort into like this role. But like, right. it, like, so here's the thing. But he if loves Toby the character. Maguire, you could tell. You could tell he loves the character. Oh, 100. Oh, so if Tobey Maguire was in the inverse of this situation, I don't think I would have felt like the way Andrew Garfield did it. Like, right, right. Just like it's like a minute long little sequence. It's like not even that like extended, but like it's just all in his face 
and just like his body he gasps and like you kind of gasp too you're kind of yeah. like you know like they would never do it it's not it's not like pixar made this movie right if pixar did right. she would die immediately <laughs> Dude, she would have snapped her back or whatever but like you gasp and he gasps and then he's like are you okay and he's like He's like, did I fuck up again? And it's like, oh my god! Like that's Peter Parker. Yeah, she's like, are you, you know? okay? <laughs> that's uh, Peter Parker. Uh, also, I, he I just nails it, dude. He like with with an exclamation point, like nails yeah, it, dude. like saser, yeah. thump, like doo, 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 like you hear everything. Like that is a guy who has learned from his mistakes and right. has evolved, and then will never. Yeah, and that's that's what Spider Man's about, in my a slight. Slight aside, real quick, just want to clear, just want to point something out. I, I watched uh, The Life of Tammy Faye, which was about Tammy Faye Baker and Jim Baker. And Andrew Garfield is playing Jim Baker in the film, and he is phenomenal in it. It's not a great film. It's it's directed by Michael Showalter, which is great. Uh, but oh yeah, I, I, I just wanted to point out that how much of a great actor I think. Can he we is. talk? Can we talk? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's stick with this aside just for one more second. Sure. Andrew Garfield. I feel like those amazing Spider-Man movies kind of stole his little Hollywood spotlight moment. Because here's the thing. Following up uh, the social network. Oh, man, he was godlike he was, in that. He was on fire. Like, that's the thing. Like, Andrew Garfield was fire. He was the Hayden he, Christensen that we deserved. He was the Hayden Christensen we deserved. And you know, he, he he actually, I think he was the best part of that Mel Gibson uh, war film. I can't remember the name. Hard uh, Ridge, something hard, something the, Ridge. The one Hacksaw, like, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. I shoot my gun again. I, I think he's he's a strong performance at that movie's corny as fuck and I don't understand it really but um yeah that was uh right after his failure as Spider-Man and it just reinforces how good of an actor he is. Yeah. Now but like it also puts things in perspective like you know like you can't blame him for those bad no. Spider-Man movies. No. Absolutely. And not. I think he kind of redeems himself a little bit. Uh, just because you 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 have the bad stigma with those movies, at least we do. There are a bunch oh, no. of people. There are a bunch of uh, clowns out there that think those movies are better than the Raimi movies, but <sighs> we won't get those, into that. Those are babies. Those are little tiny. The children. The children. But could you imagine if they? You know, fighting words with me. Could you imagine if he was just I don't know, like five years, a little bit delayed, and they and and they and they let. Marvel Studios do Sp- do Amazing Spider-Man and yeah. he was Spider-Man like no, we would have had a really good run like, I think I, the, you know? it was so good that I just really wanted like I just wish I could see his face when like he's in the just theater. watch the Rhino clip. when he's in the theater Steve, <laughs> oh, fuck, you you. fuck you fuck you now I hate it now I hate it no, ponytail guy went Steve, nuts yeah like Steve what was uh I mean again yeah, what we all, we all he started he together. started helicoptering his ponytail <laughs> <laughs> Were you Andy did you did you get emotional when you saw it, Steve? Oh, absolutely. Dude, it's hard it's hard not to. Yeah. Like yeah, he dude. he just it's he does that to you, man. And like his eyebrows. He, he builds it up though. He's got a good because we talked about the laboratory yeah. scene earlier. Mm-hmm. And he stole the show because he puts a little adorable lab coat on. And he's just Peter yeah. Parker with a lab coat. That's kind of adorable. my favorite moment of his. <laughs> like, dude, it's, it's so fucking fun. Ad- it's fucking adorable. Like he yeah. is, he gets Filipino bread thrown at him. By, uh, <laughs> he gets a spider web out of the <laughs> him walking dude, on the yeah. ceiling in front God of everybody. Like that's funny. That's some funny shit. Like it's dude. almost like how does MJ not fall in love with that Peter Parker <laughs> right then and there, and just forgets about Tom Holland's 
goony face, goblin face that he has. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I was like, I was like super smitten, like after the movie for 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 that Spider Man, and it's like I don't know. All right, well, let's let's save that for a, 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 another category that we're gonna get further down. The line. Man, this little, this whole award show is just us sucking Andrew Garfield's dick, isn't I mean, it? He deserves it. <laughs> Steve, sometimes, sometimes there are movies that are vehicles for certain scenes. Oh my god. Chris? I love everything leading up in Malignant, but but there is one scene in particular that steals the show. This scene is okay, so it is the magic trick where it's the it's the ta-da moment of the movie Absolutely. where you're like what are they doing here? You're you're spinning the box around, you're showing me that there's no wires or holes and then they pull the fabric off the box and th- like uh, it's it's a horror show that's exposed in 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 both in both actual horror and silliness like it is chaos what happens <laughs> in that cell spoilers for malignant the moment the moment she's in the cell and i and as a viewer and as someone who watches a shit ton of movies I start seeing stunt woman, stunt woman, stunt woman, stunt woman. Hey, yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, You're like, oh, these, these, these ladies are a little bit burlier than most most actresses. It's just, and you know something's coming, and it's all building up to this, and it's just, it's the perfect crescendo for this film. You know, it's the perfect this moment. Is, this sequence in the jail in Malignant is... It is the Matrix hallway fight scene of horror. Yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a very good comparison. And it's not just the jail. Like when he breaks out of the jail after murdering everyone yeah. inside, mm-hmm. him running rampant across the, the police station and throwing chairs. He throws a fucking chair across the police station and hits the main characters with it. 30 and- feet. And it, the funny thing is, it's not even shot like it's like an impending doom. It's just like <laughs> someone threw a chair at these people in real that, life. It is such a visceral fight scene. It is it feels real, and it's so not at the same time. It, it's beautiful. It's what horror movies. It's what Halloween Kills should have been. Oh, dude, you know what I mean? Like here's the sh- thing. I don't when know people... if I wanted that. Exactly, no, no, no. I'm not but... saying that, but I'm saying it should have built up something are to a right, moment right, like right. this. Are you telling me, Devin, that if in Halloween Kills, Michael Myers reached <laughs> to the back of his head and pulled it <laughs> open to reveal Jason Voorhees, you wouldn't have gone nuts? I would have gone nuts. <laughs> I mean... We would have gone nuts. You didn't say Jason Voorhees, Steve. That, that changes a lot. That changes everything. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what I like about Gabriel too. On, on another note, because I picked him as my best character, is he's got this quarter sort of sleep profile, and he can kind of slither around and jump, and he's very athletic, and it's like it's fun watching him move. Oh my god! Like, because that's the thing. Because that's that's when everything is revealed to you, well, and it's, also and it's Gabriel unleashed, dude, untethered. Yeah, d- like unhinged. when you realize, oh, Gabriel goes like both ways. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. back. Like, <laughs> he's like a fucking luchador, dude. Like, it's nuts yeah. the shit he does, and I love it. 
I love, I love it. it too. I love it too. And it was, and it was a moment that stuck with me. And I knew the moment I watched it, I was like, this is, this is it. Like, you know, it, you feel it as a horror fan, you feel it in your bones. You know, like, I'm going to remember this for a very long time. If you haven't seen Malignant <laughs> and I've told you to see Malignant, I'm going to grab you by your face and shove the back of your head into a wall. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Force, he'll force your hand. I'll force it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those those are our moments of the year. Yes, um, of course. John, how about you tell us best surprise? All right, our best surprise is I guess we this was always a good like we were confused about this a couple years ago, but it's something that is good that you didn't expect to be good. Yeah, absolutely, pleasant. Um, yeah, it's a pleasant thing. Yeah, came out of nowhere. Came out the the the, the left field. Our picks are. The Yellow Jackets TV show on Showtime, uh, Arcane, a League of Legends story on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Netflix. <laughs> and uh, the and then my pick, which I'll go first on because it's not show, the Xbox Series S. Uh, if you told me in 2020 that I would be spending 2.99 on the fucking poverty version of of the next gen. Of a next gen console, I would have fucking spit in your face and would have thrown, I would have tossed my drink in your face and laughed and walked away and not even ask you what your name is because you didn't, you didn't deserve my attention. This little, this little baby is, uh, you're growing as a person. It's, 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 it's wild, man. Uh, the fact that it's, it's, I mean, not, not the fact that it's so tiny, but like the fact that it doesn't, it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb, like, a, have like a another collar? console. Have a um yeah i mean i don't need the the frames right now because i'm playing an xbox one game on xbox series <laughs> on xbox series s um and it's just a i don't know it's a perfect um it's a perfect a perfect tiny little cheap system to to um take advantage of game pass in my opinion which is the real winner the real winner is game pass because like um, like Steve. Well, said, you were like, you were a little conflicted as to whether it was going to be the Xbox Series X or Game Pass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the the S surprised me. Like I, I knew Game Pass was going to be good because I knew they had a lot of titles on there, and I also knew we were getting we were getting two AAA titles, AAA first party exclusive titles, which they didn't have to do on Game Pass, which was. Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon Five, um, so I knew that you know that it was that paying fifteen dollars a month was worth it for that alone. But what I didn't know was that the the lesser of the of the Xboxes was gonna be like really good, and I'm really happy with it. It's easy to go transfer from upstairs to downstairs. The PS Five does not have a handle like the GameCube did. If it had a handle, where would you grab that thing from, dude? I have to grab it and hug, like I have to hug it like a football, (laughs) and make yeah, because I have to walk down the stairs with it, like a baby. So yeah, and the thing is, like it's so like um, like lopsided the design because it's uneven on both sides that I'm afraid that I'm gonna I'm gonna just like one mistake and you'll be you'll be grabbing it by the flaps and they'll both fly off and it'll right fall. I hate that I have to have this thing on a fucking stand. Yeah, see. You gotta screw you know, it into the base. Wanna stand, Steve? 
or you got a screw this tiny little Xbox Series S. Weird. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can imagine myself wanting an X Series X at some point. Um, when we're deep, when we're dick deep into the um the next gen, and and mm. I'm gonna need the frames, and for some reason, for some reason, a fucking 4K. When you're playing Fallout Five and, make, and making yeah. fun of me. Oh, I'm playing Starfield. <laughs> playing Starfield on 4K and a 4K monitor. You know, um, but the cool thing is, like, you know, it's also it also works seamlessly with the Series X if you had both. I, what wasn't a best prize for me this year was the the OLED model of the Nintendo Switch, which I also got. Um, it is not a seamless process to transfer, or you have two different Nintendo Switches that can seamlessly work in unison, because that's what my wife and I wanted to do. We wanted to be able to just use both switches if we wanted to. The Nintendo Switch doesn't allow you to do that uh, if you get a second one, which is kind of dumb, if, in my opinion. Yeah, but the fact shit. is, yeah, crazy. later down the line, if I get a Series X, I could keep that in one room, keep this, keep the Series S in another room, and just transfer the hard drives as I want because every all the saves go to the cloud and it all works seamlessly. And they have smart delivery, which is an amazing thing that we don't have on ps5 oh you don't have to re-download games and port everything to them you don't have to purchase a game again steve by getting the ps4 version of ghost of tsushima by accident because you didn't know it's fucking it just saying Devin. (laughs) i know you stand but there's problems all right but yeah that's it series s didn't expect it to be like my most played console this year that i got in the in the fourth quarter of this year as opposed to the PS five that I really, really wanted and lost sleep over not having and didn't end up using it really at all this year. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like an awesome way to get into next gen gaming cheap. Right. Like I love the Xbox series S so much that when I did vault of glass with my mm-hmm. destiny clan, who's all on PS five, I spite played on, on the Xbox series S Hell yeah, and man. made them do game chat with me. And I said, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not playing. Wait, you made them my... you made them chat on Xbox. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not fucking I'm not I'm not turning my PS5 on. Can we fuck use you. Discord, John? No, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, All fuck Xbox. You, dude. Fuck you. I need my bumpers. I can't play without my bumpers. I mean, hey, I got a slide. I'm just saying, I'm anything. allowed to. I can't yeah, ball don't lie. Well, don't lie, Devin. What's your KD? What was your KD before you got on? I don't know. I'm still getting more than <laughs> Speaking about balls, Chris. Oh yeah. Tell me about this soccer team. The Yellow Jackets. Oh, Jesus. This one came at me. This one came on my try blind chill, side. Try to chill with the spoilers because I'm. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not into it. I will, I will not spoil anything. I just will talk about how I did not expect this coming. And it came. And I was like, oh, woo, baby. Give me loss with hot cannibals any day of the week. I'm going to watch it. I, uh, this, the show. To boil it down like that is a little disservice, but uh, yeah, it it came out of nowhere for me, Um, especially considering (laughs) I had no knowledge, A, of the show, and and B, who was in it. We get some really high-profile actresses that I have loved since the beginning of my life, and they're all fantastic. I think this show is my show moving forward for a long time. It is. It's got everything I like, and... Just reading the the synopsis of the show, like an undefeated girls soccer team from New Jersey crash lands in the Yukon and has to resort to cannibalism like that. It sold me like it, it is it is the twins 
tagline that they sold the movie on Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito twins. Like <laughs> I read, you read that, you read the synopsis of the show and you're like sold green like this. If I was an exec, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it still is on. I'm glad it got renewed for a second season and I'm glad that I get to watch it because it's fantastic. Great choice. Great choice. Uh, great choice. Great show. Um, hey, Devin. Yes. If you told me in 2021 that I would give a fuck about the League of Legends lore, I would have laughed in your face. I would have said, you're an idiot. You're a dumbball. I don't play MOBAs. Also, I'm not a dumbball. Don't MOBAs call me a dumbball. Lore. You know? <laughs> what are you talking about? You mean Overwatch? But no. Ladies and gentlemen, Devin, you watched it first, so I did. Uh, I mean, I, this is kind of old hat for anybody who's listened for a couple of you know for a while now. But like, this was a show I I heard good things and I watched it. And uh, this show came out in inter, uh, increments of three, so it was like three episodes and then a week, three episodes and a week, three episodes. Uh, so I watched the first three and I was like, man, this is really good. And then I noticed that it was a League of Legends show. Uh, no, you had no idea until I after. had no clue until and then you stopped the watching, movie. right? Because that's what <laughs> yeah, I would have done. He started I was... throwing up. <laughs> no, dude, those first three episodes are so fucking good. Yeah. Like they're... at the end of the third episode, I texted Devin and I was like, dude, holy shit. Yeah. There's no there's no reason this should be this engaging and entertaining. It was it's just like, again, like exactly like what Steve said. I just had no clue I was going to be this invested in an animated series based off of video game. I could like, I actively avoid, you know, like I actively avoid. Well, you're not now, right? No, I still don't care about MOBAs. You're Uh, playing it. You're constantly playing them. League of Legends. But we decided to keep that a secret. Um, But I guess now that everybody. Who's your main Devin? My main is Jade Fly Lovers. Oh my God. Oh, you're such a fucking tool. So, (laughs) But again, uh, I'll talk about it more later because spoilers, the, I really liked Arcane. But no, it just between the way it looks, uh, the, the the quality of everything, it's just it, it's shocking. You know, it, it was yeah. it was Castlevania. Uh, it, it's just like more how, how great how great Castlevania is the Netflix Castlevania show. Like this is like almost a continuation of just like straight quality. I yeah, know that's right. a weird comparison, but like if we're just talking about like video game related shows, it's like, hey, you know, it's great that and it's you want to keep that momentum, that good feeling of lo- like loving animated shows based off video game properties, like just fire up Arcane. Uh, yeah, again, uh, no, uh, no experience necessary. It was everything, it probably everything only about it is fucking just top notch quality. Like there's no reason it should be that good. Shocking. It really, again, it's just no clue. Like, absolutely no clue. I hate him. I hate him for making me care about it. I see people cosplaying as V now, and I'm like, I know who the fuck that is. I know who the fuck these people are, Devin. <laughs> see, that's the burden of knowledge. I'm gonna it makes me mad person. because, like, what did I get with Overwatch? What did I get with five years of being tied to the Overwatch fucking sinking ship? Oh, we made you comic book. It's not good, but we made you comment. <laughs> what, what about all those trailers? Those two-minute trailers. That's the thing. Chris, 
what if they made those two minute trailers 45 minute shows? Nah. Nah, we can't do that. <laughs> we gotta do penny raids here at Blizzard. <laughs> like, it's the malignant version of Blizzard. Oh man. Um it, now, yeah. If it's Arcane had that big monkey from Overwatch in it, that's an easy watch. There are monkeys. There are monkeys in, in Arcane. No, but the, they're no, little and they're robotic. But they're there. I, d- I recommend it. Um, I mean, I'm, we're going to talk about it more. Probably show of the year, so. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. It's a really good show. Spoilers. Uh, is that it for surprises? I think that's I it think for so. surprises. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, from there, we know we talked about villains. We talked about the bad boys. <laughs> the bad boys of the year. Hey. Let's talk, let's talk about them good boys of the year. Let's talk about Ooh. the hero of the year. So, the nominees for hero of the year. Rita Farr from Doom Patrol. Spider-Man from Spider-Man No Way Home. James Bond from No Time to Die. And Invincible from Invincible. Chris, you want to start this one off with Rita? Oh, yeah, baby. And you know, John said a lot about Rita. He picked her for his best character for two, uh, 2021. And... The great thing about this character, like we said before, is her dimension. She's not necessarily con- the most heroic or the most uh, heroic person. She's kind of like a villainous hero at some times and a heroic villain at others. But um, I think there's a few moments in the show that, especially towards the end, there's a one moment in particular that I'm thinking about that is the epitome of what she's supposed to be. and. I fell in love with her throughout the season, but that particular moment, and I don't want to spoil <laughs> because I know Steve, you haven't finished, right? No, I finished. I've oh, you're off. done. Mm-hmm. And everybody's done. Maybe. Fuck yeah, dude. She grew. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. Stopping Cliff as a giant robot. Like, like Devin pointed out before <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the juxtaposition between that scene and the scene from the, the first season, these characters have grown. Oh, that's a pun. Literally, but literally <laughs> in front of our eyes. And a great thing about this show, this season in particular, which I'm, I'm of course we'll bring up, but I just want to, uh, touch on it now is it is a total deconstruction of what a huge superhero squad is and even so Rita is a de- deconstruction of what a hero is and what we've been seeing and this is to me the perfect evolution of where we should be going with these comic book movies and tv shows we should be seeing characters and concepts and all these things that we've been seeing for 20 some years now be deconstructed in front of us. And Rita Farr is my leading example of that. And that's why I chose her for Hero of the Year. I would agree with you, Chris. Oh, would you? Because yeah. I don't see Rita Farr on here twice. Well, okay. Let me talk about my... Uh, do you guys care about spoilers for this no. movie? No. I, I'm going to okay. see it. But I'm in. Yeah, I mean, the spoilers, like, yeah, it doesn't really... In a James Bond movie, it's... Yeah, it's a James Bond movie, yeah. Um, spoilers... There was a lot of time to die in this movie. And uh, somebody does die. And his name is James Bond. Ooh. Is, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty spicy spoiler, I must admit. Okay. But it makes sense. Um, the the fact that the, the way that um, Sam Mendes uh, 
spiraled the James Bond mythos into a lot of personal things that I really don't care much about in Skyfall and Spectre. Um, and now the, I guess the third movie in that mini trilogy, Skyfall, Spectre, and then No Time to Die. Um, it had it had to come to a head, and it's more or less not really James Bond that's my hero of the year, but it's a, like a love. It was like like a love letter to Daniel Craig for giving us, even though there were a lot of movies that I really shit on that I hated in James Bond movies uh, that were his. I really enjoyed his tenure as as 007. And a lot of people like this, I guess this is technically my adult 007, right? Because I was a kid when gold, when um, Pierce Brosnan was, 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 was 007. So I didn't really, you know, I don't really appreciate, I couldn't really appreciate it as much. I appreciate things now. Like he drove a fucking BMW, which is, which shouldn't ever happen. Right. (laughs) And then I, of course I wasn't alive when, when, when it was Timothy Dalton or Roger Moore or, or uh, Sean. Sean Connery, who's who's the goat. I, I I still think I still think he's the best. He's the first. He's the best. Whatever. What about he's George Lazenby? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, people say he might be the best because he James Bonded himself into a James Bond. It's true. Movie, he lied. Right. He manipulated. He lied his way into it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people actually do love uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service too. But Daniel Craig, like you know, when Casino Royale came out, I was like a full blown adult, and I was like, holy shit, this movie is incredible. Like, is this yeah. what? James Bond is like now, like that's cool, that's awesome. I'm down. Um, and then now it's like this was just a farewell, and it was just a really good. Like Devin, you watched it, yeah, right. And Devin really liked it too. Which I mean, Devin's know. on the movie poster. Yeah, I, 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 they they emailed me and asked me for my poll <laughs> quote. And I, I mean, I joke, but that happened. But my point is, is what I said was. Uh, this made me realize I was way more endeared to like James Bond. Yeah. Than I really thought I was. thought. Yeah. Because he, how many movies or how many years? 15 years. Right. Something like that. What yeah. was that? 2006. Like a whole generation. Like there. I and wasn't it, even born yet. It's funny that you That's brought up uh, Skyfall, <laughs> Skyfall inspector, because I do feel like the general progression of those films, if there's an overarching story is that he was going to die. Right. Right. Like I felt like that. I mean, what since you bring it up, I didn't think he was going to die in this movie before you told me, but it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, know? I mean, and also like the fact that that Carrie Fukunaga actually went through with killing James Bond in a James Bond movie bold. is is very it's pretty <laughs> very bold. It's it's James Bold. bold. And it was very, very bold, unceremonious. Baby. Like they threw a chair at him from afar and he died. <laughs> like that was <laughs> fucked up, dude. No, but the fact that the writers, I guess, had to 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 um convince the broccoli family too, like we're gonna kill James Bond, but at the same time, like why why not, right? If we're gonna reboot it and have a different James Bond or different 007 for the next for the next generation, why not fucking let Daniel Craig go out like a fucking boss? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like that's why that's why I thought it was pretty cool, and he ended up saving the world. It was very endearing. My mom was sobbing <laughs> my mom was my mom was well, like she was just flat out sobbing at the end of the movie and it's because this she watched all of these movies too like <clears throat> she wasn't really a james bond fan um back in the 60s and 70s but she watched all the movies with my dad all the all the pierce brosnan ones and then now 
and you know most of the Daniel Craig ones, right? She watched, she went to the movies every time. Like we made it a thing, mm-hmm. I made it a thing to to bring her to 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 watch this movie, uh, because she's seen all of them in the theaters. And again, like she's not thinking about Daniel Craig's 007 every day. But like Devin, she goes into this not really. She doesn't remember what happened in fucking Skyfall. My mom. Yeah, sure. But she, <laughs> but she knows that this was James Bond, and then the fact that you know that he was killed in the movie, going out like a hero, but like really emotionally touched her, and that's that says a lot to me. That she doesn't, she doesn't remember what happens in these movies. Like I remember everything. I get all the Jeopardy questions right, or most of them. I was on a bad streak there for a couple weeks, but I'm back. I'm back. They had a but soft like, James Bond yeah. category once. I remember. I like, yeah, okay, all right. I cool. sweep them every time. But like you know, like she doesn't remember everything from the movies, but she has an emotional attachment to Daniel Craig, to Daniel Craig's Bond, and like Devin, Devin didn't even know he had an emotional attachment to Daniel Craig's Bond. Nope. But the whole fucking shake and not stir. Do I look like a give a damn? Like that. That sticks mm. with you. It does. It sticks with you, and like he made the role his own, <laughs> and actually, like these are these made the most money. I Him eating say. a shitload of caviar after being poisoned. I think. Remember? <laughs> Wild. No, and then like you know, flirting with with uh, with the fact that he delved in into you know switching lanes a little bit. Very mm. unheard of, but very modern. And why mm. wouldn't why wouldn't James Bond do whatever it took to do to get the mission done? If that means you know making out with some boys, he's got to <laughs> seduce people. That's his job, right? Yeah, I mean. It's his job, man. And you know, I mean, I it's I don't know. I thought it was cool the way the way he went out, and it was very fitting. And I'm glad that it, he went out on a on that note as opposed to what we saw in the previous movie, or at least with Spectre. I thought that was a very bad movie. Yeah, I mean, Spectre. with Wolverine's teeth didn't bite him to death. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, um, Devin, let's jump to you with Spider Man. Sure. Yeah, uh, I went a little traditional and I'm also going to sheet this a little bit where I will just keep it as, you know, as ambivalent as as, as just as broad as Spider-Man is um, this movie. And again, we're just going to be talking about No Way Home. I mean, the fact that Peter Parker and well, you know, I guess I will define like the fact that once Tom Holland, Spider Peter Parker finds out that these villains are just destined to die uh he really just it just does not sit well with him and he really just doesn't uh you know want to go through with this uh to the point of fighting dr strange uh and winning with math of course but the point is is like this is the kind of the pure of heart spider-man that i don't want to say we were completely missing it's not like he was like a total psychopath or anything in the other two movies and he was a good guy but he was just kind of like more traditionally like i'm the hero i'm gonna save you know people in need this is the spider-man that you know i think makes you know people love you know your barry allen your wally west like this is the one that wants to like really help the villains this is the like i can't kill i just can't let this guy die there's a way i can help like, please let me help to the point of his own self-destructions. And then the other Spider-Men, you know, again, the older they are, the more wise they are. I mean, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man looks at Tom Holland dead in the face and he's like, we save everyone uh, to the point where he's about to kill Norman's Green Goblin and Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man comes in and saves them. 
You know, it's uh, funny. When you make villains somewhat human, audiences like them. Maybe Marvel can learn one. from this. Crazy. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. Nah. Uh, but yeah. no, it, it, like, it really is, you know, it, it's, I mean, he literally almost sacrifices the, and again, he screws up and he is no bones. He's like, I will fix this. I am taking full responsibility for this. Uh, but, you know, without that conflict, you know, you don't realize how much of a hero, you know, Spider-Man really is in this movie specifically. And uh, it's just like, I don't know, it really felt like, I don't want to say the missing piece, but it felt like a very big missing piece to have this Peter Parker act this way. Uh, and I was just like, again, I, I'm I'm in love with that movie, but uh, I, I was really, really happy uh, to kind of experience that on screen after really not seeing it, frankly, ever um you know because none of the spider-man are really that concerned about not killing their villains yes they happen accidentally yes you know there is some self-sacrifice uh in these scenes because the plot goes that way but for this spider-man who's like actively like no i have to save this person even though they've done me nothing but ill uh is kind of you know it's kind of wonderful to see and it's very very spider-man and i was very glad to see it that's a great. That's a great choice. So, um, Steve, you have picked uh, Vinny Bull. I pulled Vinny Bull. From Who's Vinny Bull? Bull Vinny Bull movies. Uh, oh, I don't know who that is. Invincible. 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 Oh, oh, okay. Vinny Bull. Um, so Invincible. I chose Invincible, um, mainly because of. I mean, here's the thing: Invincible, the show was him learning how to become a hero. You know, he followed in his father's footsteps. And then the last episode was essentially <laughs> him having to his literally jail square scene. off with his, yeah, it's his jail scene. It's him squaring <laughs> off with his father, uh, which kind of was a motif in my life personally this year. Hmm. Um, and essentially just him standing for what he knows is right. When, someone who like you love and care for is like literally hitting you with all of this awfulness and awful beliefs. And you have to stand and just take the hits because you know what you're doing and saying is right. And like that, that's kind of just like what a hero is in my eyes. So I think invincible being like, you know, we, we save people. We care about these people. We do, we do right. And I think Invincible kind of was in 2021, kind of my hero of this year. So I think what made Invincible such a a hero to love instantly was how he just got the shit kicked out of him constantly. Oh, constantly. Every episode. It is the John McClane uh, <laughs> you know, theme. The, the McClane effect, yeah. The McClane effect. <laughs> it makes you fall in love with these heroes because you know that he is not perfect. He is definitely mortal in a lot of ways he's not invincible <laughs> he's not invincible right now and man like him going through the change and becoming stronger in front of our mm -hmm. very eyes man that's that's classic superhero shit man yeah classic classic and I, i'm so, so glad oh yeah 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 at what point did you get thrown in front of a train and it had a bunch of bodies splat against you i'm just trying to um i mean not physically. Okay. Did you hear about the Paco train derailing? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was Steve. That was Steve. Uh, that was Steve. <laughs> that was Steve. <laughs> wow, dude, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I I rescind my. I sent. I sent a letter saying my bad. <laughs> I sent a letter. My bad. Ashlyn was destroyed. 
Aaron <laughs> the poor people of Ashland Patford train station. Um, but yeah, just like it's it's so being able to talk about Invincible in 2021 with people who didn't read the comic and then being like, holy shit, yeah, that's a fucking awesome thing. Mm. It's so cool. It's so fucking cool. Because it's like, that's a hero that's been like on the back burner for so long. That Yo, how do you think the League of Legends stands for you right now? Oh, dude, they're going nuts. nuts. They're shooting like, oh my god, finally, we're recognized. We're recognized. Their not just is booming. No, Echo! Not, you know what? I, I'm kind of mad about that part, to be perfectly honest. Because, like, they're toxic scumbags. Like, nobody, <laughs> invincible fans aren't toxic, you know? Not, like, automatically, wow. like a, well, here's, like a League here's of the Legends thing. player. Maybe, well, go maybe ahead, keep, they're feed, like, uh, keep feeding them, Devin. Keep feeding, the, like feeding the trolls. Pilgrim. <laughs> maybe they're, like, people... Like, when we saw Scott Pilgrim, and we were like, oh, these people are oh, so God. embarrassing. Oh god, it's so crazy. <laughs> we're gonna do a Scott Party party. That's his name isn't Scott Party. Scott right? Party. <laughs> Scott Party Party. That's my new character, Scott Party. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that was um those are our heroes of the year nominations. Uh guys. what do we got next? Oh, Devin. Oh boy. You wanna get a little sexy oh, with the biggest, biggest crush, biggest crush? Uh, so biggest crush, you know, I'll, I'll say them all off and then, then we can get into them. Sure. So our nominees for biggest crush are Yelena, a.k.a. Florence Pooh from Pooh. Did you say Black Florence? Far- Flatulence. Flatulence. Florence Pooh is what you yeah. said? Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what I said. Uh, Pooh Bear, Florence Pooh Bear. Winnie of um, the Pooh. Adult Misty from Yellow Jackets, I feel. Oh, not Child Misty. To, you have it's to. very important. Oh, to, uh, <laughs> Why is it important? I don't know. Uh, John's uh, Weapon 109. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Weapon 109. from Halo Infinite. And Rat Catcher 2 from The Suicide Squad. I gotta admit, I, I like all these ladies. I don't know Weapon very well, but. Well, he's well I'll explain it to you, Chris. Stone Cold Stunners. I'll explain, I'll explain to you, Weapon. Weapon is and Steve, I don't, I don't think you played the campaign yet. No, I have not. But you yet. played Halo One, right? Yes, yes, I have. Weapon is a essentially a copy of Cortana, like a like kind of like a she was designed to shut down Cortana by I don't know. It's it's convoluted. Like assuming her, her, not really. I mean, it, I don't want to get into it because it's kind of spoiler okay. spoiler territory. But um, Weapon is 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 basically. Like this game was like a callback to the to the first to Halo Combat Evolved, and I've said mm-hmm. that before. And um, if you remember, Steve, you've played through Halo Four and Five, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> so you went from cheery, happy, curious Cortana to rampant AI goes crazy yep. and tries to redo the Big Bang and destroy all life in the universe, right? Yep. <clears throat> so we're back to cheery curious ai wants to figure things out because she has a personality uh whenever she whenever master chief transfers her to to a computer to do stuff she does a little skip hop step and it's like i noticed these things because because when she doesn't do it is when chief is in trouble and Mm. you you know if it hurts it hurts like weapon i don't know how you felt devin but you go through an emotional roller coaster with Weapon because you, do, yeah. you feel you feel for her, and she is the Cortana. She is the the Halo. She represents what you miss about the old Halo, right? Because she's the Halo. old Kanye, right? She's the old <laughs> Kanye, right? And um, I don't know. 
she's just adorable and I just wanted to protect her with, with my life this time. And I feel like I haven't felt that way since I played Halo 1 originally oh. back in when was that? 2003? When yeah, did that one. 2001, she, yeah. She doesn't show off her gross toes. Um, like the original Cortana. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, and also, uh, she won 109 weightlifting. Contests. No. That's not why, true, Devin. That's, that's your fictional wrestling character. That's not what I heard. He's adding on the lore. And she's not overly sexualized like they did in Halo 3 and 4. They, She's clearly wearing a suit, like a Star Trek Federation type suit. Halo Four, they gave her nipples. They gave her nipples. They yeah, gave dude, her butt, butt crack. She was like, she was just like she a was, fucking porn. She was star just a, na- she was literally just a naked person at that point. She was a Mass yeah. Effect Chris. You've ever from seen Andromeda. You've seen you've seen or just like Andromeda Cortana, Afterlife. right? Yeah, of course. Imagine they bolt on like quadruple D's on. Her. <laughs> yeah, I think that I was Halo that. Four. That was Halo you, Four. You guys showed me that before. She becomes like, like a soul caliber, <laughs> like a soul caliber character as the sequels go on, where everything gets gets bigger. Hey, it's what Master Chief truly wants. Every <laughs> game, it, she changes to what he really wants. To be fair, yeah, that's probably his picks. He probably goes into the settings. Yeah, of course Bro. he does. Yo, crank them jokes up. It's like She's it's right. like Quaid in Total Recall when he's going under and they're asking him what kind of woman he wants. Like that happens to Master Chief every game, and he's like, "Did uh, she, she have shoes this time? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Give her some socks. Give her some socks. Yeah, she least. really. She is like, uh, God, yeah, the sagging. Yeah, realistic in four. Yeah, it's so it's so dumb. <laughs> I, mean, I think in Halo Five, somebody pointed out that they you can see uh, wrinkles around like the arm area. So, although she has to have a suit on because you could see the wrinkles in her suit, and people were like, "Come on, she dude, could just be wrinkly, stop. guys." Come on. Like oh, come on, well, I mean, yeah, she, she's. I mean, why would she be? She's a. I love Weapon. <laughs> had a cute, huge crush on Weapon. Uh, it made me feel like it was two thousand one again, and I was falling in love with this game again. Um, it was just cool. I don't know. It's a good choice. Crush. It's a crush. All right, I'm going to talk about Ratcatcher 2. Ratcatcher 2 is uh, the daughter of Ratcatcher. Hmm. Uh, they are in the movie The Suicide Squad. Played by Takiti Watiti, right? Yeah, he plays um, he Taika plays Ratcatcher Taika in, a, in a quick little scene. Um, and the thing is, it's just like she is just like kind of just like this like delight in this film. Like everybody's like these like hardened criminals. And she's just like had a rough life and she controls rats and like is nice to the big shark man. And she and has just like, a sexy accent. She does have a sexy she accent. She does. That is. That's a fact. Yeah. And like, you know what? She's covered in dirt through most of the movie. But like, you know, that's the thing. You you see her and you're <laughs> like, you know, she cleans up nice. Wait, which ponytail guy was with like hooting and hollering during that scene. Oh, that, Ooh, that was yeah. Tim. That was Tim. Oh, that was yeah, Tim. that was definitely Tim. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw me a beer, Steve. And I'm like, damn it, Tim. Show Keep it down. Woo! Hell yeah. I'm just humping the back of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> you feel that? <laughs> that's, the, that's the real rat catcher. Damn it, Tim. Uh, you know, I'll go next. Um, so uh, I'm with Chris. Uh, uh, Yellow Jackets is, is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not done yet, which I, I think kind of personally kept it from like my, like, you know, up there with, uh, you know, show of the year and all that. But uh, Yellow Jackets, 
stars Christina Ricci, who which was a very pleasant surprise. Um, I've always kind of had a thing for Christina Ricci because I'm a human, I'm a straight male. Um, and like as much as I love Yellow Jackets, there's something that really sticks out that's is just absolutely horseshit. And it's the fact that nobody on the show finds Christina Ricci insanely attractive. Um, she's just she's quirky. She well, has. I will point out that it shows how kind of shallow you are because she's a psychopath. No, no. She's a good <laughs> friend, Chris. She's a great friend. She's a little extreme. I, but she I mean, she through. looks good, but anybody with a single sense in their head would be like, this bitch is crazy. Chris, Chris she's a great person. Okay. And she may have, you know, eaten somebody. But that's fine. We can look past these flaws. <laughs> it's just like... Um, there's a there is a weird amount of things to actually uh, appreciate about Misty outside of her looks. Uh, she really is like a genuine friend. Uh, it's just she's and she's she just, capable. She's very capable, and she just goes to extreme lengths to protect her friends, whether that's being a creepy and spying on them, or you know, um, doing other things, which I won't spoil. But just. She's great. She's great. Uh, she's a standout. Uh, she's one of the many standouts in a show full of standouts. So, uh, and she's, I don't know, man. She's, I, she's got cool glasses. Really does it for me. <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn. And I also chose a sociopath. Uh, that would be Yelena Florence Poe from Black Widow which I saw her in this year and man, she's just, I love Florence Poe. So it's kind of a hard, uh, hard not to pick Elena. She's the May queen. She's the fucking May queen. That's really where my crush started to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Chris, not to, uh, not to break your heart because I know you recently canceled Disney plus, but, uh, she shows up at Hawkeye. I know. I watched that scene. I watched it. Okay. She's wonderful. Oh, there's a few, there's a few scenes. There's a few. Okay. I'll, I'll check those out. I like, I like her. I think she's better than Scarlett Johansson in (laughs) black widow. Um, I'm glad she's taking over the mantle. I guess that's what they're doing. I I, I don't really care. Um, Yes, yeah, she's the best part of the movie. Uh, she's Florence Poe, so she's super hot. She's I, the best part of Hawkeye. <laughs> she's the best part of Hawkeye. Best part of Hawkeye. Um, I I was a little conflicted here. I said my my second choice. Let you guys let you guys know was Jessica Jessica Henwick as Bugs in Matrix Res- Resurrections. I find her very attractive. That was a good choice too. Uh, I think I didn't wasn't too. Hot on the movie, so that yeah, I almost picked uh, algae rhythm from but you know, but I had to go with Yelena and uh, because she's funny and um, irreverent, cynical. I love that shit. So they were they were doing commentary on on her scene in Hawkeye where she sits down and just eats a pot of mac and cheese, like in the scene, like and out of the pot. Oh what's yeah. That? yeah, like out of the pot. Oh yeah, and. <laughs> In the commentary, they're like, yeah, she just fucking ate it. Like, most actresses just do, like, the fake eating. She ate the whole fucking pot. Hell yes. And I was like, oh, I like you even more. Yeah. Please, Florence Pugh, more. Eat more mac and cheese. Isn't she with, um, what's his name? Zach Braff? I heard she's with algae rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm jealous now. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Weapon is basically like algae rhythm. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, or Cortana is a rampant. I don't want to spoil the Matrix. <clears throat> I haven't seen Space Jam. I don't want to spoil Space Jam. But. Space Jam or played Halo, but I feel like that's an app comparison. <laughs> <laughs> a rampant AI. Yeah. I mean, Chris, you can watch Space Jam. You can't play Halo. You got uh, to do it alone. Nah. Hey, you can do whatever you want. I'm good. Uh, so we will move on to our 13th category. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. That is best remake or reboot. And... Oh, I'll go first. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Go, yeah. You, want me to you, wanna, you can read them if you want. Okay. But I would like to go first. Gotta find it first. Holy shit. Best remake reboot. Uh, the the uh, nominees are Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade, RE4 and VR, and The Suicide Squad. Resident Evil 4 VR Remake Integrate, I believe is the full name. <laughs> yeah. EX Upper. EX Upper. EX Upper. This is kind of a troll, because I didn't really play any re- reboots this year, but I uh, bought my wife an okay. Oculus so I could play Resident Evil 4 <laughs> VR. And it's actually, I mean, I had some qualms about it at first, but maybe that's just the growing pains of getting used to a virtual reality headset. Uh, so I'm having fun with it now. I just get motion sick, so I, I can't play. I can't fucking six hour fucking six uh, hour the game like can't in one sitting one anymore. Sitting, yeah. You were telling me too that like, and I can tell playing it. I only played it for 15 minutes, so I didn't really get. You got sick. through the village though, the village part, the first oh, part. Fucking awesome. Um, but I can get the I get the idea that it's a little. It'll take a little longer than usual for all of us that play resident evil 4 because you know we're so used to it and i was incredibly right, used fine. to it i knew Bet where everything was I'll, I'll beat my original time four hours and 12 I, minutes whatever, dude uh, i would hours. be so fucking impressed if you did that in vr oh if he fucking speed runs yeah, i just i just vomit yeah that's all night all night physically trained for that I, I I don't think I think that would be the coolest video game accomplishment that I know of like for <laughs> of a person speed running of RE4 and VR <laughs> because you know RE4 is so important to all of us and that. no but you play it it's very like it gets cumbersome yeah pumping the shotgun grabbing the clips reloading sl- sliding the handgun you really got to give it Steve did you play yours yet did you play it yet? not not yet um <sighs> well the first thing I, I got to tell you is you got to I, I sat down to play it and then I had to download it and I was like. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was just going to come pre-installed? <laughs> no, no. Because I thought I had my, my VR headset on, but I had turned it off, like, power off hard, like, mode. So, like, yeah, I had to, like, turn it on to, like, download all, like, eight, eight gigabytes. And that takes a little bit of time for the headset <clears throat> to do. I think $40 is too expensive for the game still. I got it for 30 so. Yeah, I, that bad. code didn't work for me. I don't so. know why it didn't. That was weird. But I mean, it's a, fun, it's a fun, it's a it's a fun, I mean, as somebody who plays this and beats this game on every console that it comes out on, it's fresh to know that I can play it in a different way that I've never played it before. So that's my real comment on why I picked Resident Evil 4 VR. Can you, sh- can you stream it? You playing it? I think so. Right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, can, can you stream, stream you vomiting? Right? <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try streaming it next time. I'm like fucking like yeah yeah once you once you change that setting the smoother turns yeah that's the thing I was gonna tell you to watch out for Steve what's that because they they default to this snap snap turning thing where when you turn with the thumbstick Mm -hmm. it only does 15 degree in increments yeah 
they they try to do that to yeah, to but ease then, the yeah, but then you switch it to smooth and you get more sick, but it's more seamless and Steve, immersive experience. The snapping versus the smooth, it kind of looks like you're watching a Nickelodeon, like an old timey <laughs> like reel, because it's like it it, it it the way it shutters, it's mm. like it jump cuts almost right. And I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. it yeah, I don't know much. why they, they think that's easier on people because it's yeah. like this just feels unnatural. I guess maybe the only thing I could think of is getting a wider range of view for each turn so you can look around. But like I, that doesn't that didn't matter in that game. Yeah. When I was doing. I do have to give it a shot. I have it. No excuse. All right, Steve, what's your uh, what's your best I remake? chose for best remake reboot the Suicide Squad just because of how much I hated that first one. And just like, you know, you gave James Gunn the, the, the franchise and he just he just did magic with it. He made me care about all these characters, even characters who were in like the original movie, like, um, oh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Rick Flagg. Oh, yes. Like even Rick Flagg is like totally redeemed in this. Yeah, like, they give him such a just a great moment. Of yeah. being being like fuck you, I'm not a tool like everybody else. Like oh my god, and he kind of he knew he was, and and obviously the beach scene in the beginning really makes him as disloyal as possible to a, right. to his you know his country. Um, but yeah, it's like it shows obviously how expendable he is, even though he ne- he kind of thought he wasn't. You know? Yeah, like like. I know that like this definitely like has legs for best change for the better right. too. Uh, but like for like, you know, the suicide squad, like the thing that like in 2016, I think it was where like, even from frame one where you couldn't even read the fucking like little subtext in the corner <laughs> to this, where it's like the opening of this movie is like the opening of this movie is like potential moment of the year too. Oh my like, God. It's fantastic. It, it's also good it's hilarious and like if you haven't seen it like i highly recommend it this is just this is getting that that franchise and property back on track again even though i know you know many eyes haven't seen it i think it's going to do like the dread where like people will start seeing it and caring about it more so yeah this That's is gonna it. this is gonna thrive on streaming yeah you know i i agree with that so tell me about this final fantasy <sighs> well Retrograde, intergrade, intermission. What can we call it, Devin? So many names. Uh, there are a lot of names. Um, Has it been married and divorced many times, Devin? Remake, intergrade, intermission. It, it really does. There's like, because I think intergrade's the DLC. I th- yes. I think. I, yeah. I know. I think it's intermission. Point but yeah, no, I, dude, I want to loop everything in on that yeah. if you don't mind, no, everybody. Um, I think uh, I think the DLC is included as well, but I did play through uh, Final Fantasy VII on my PS5 and the new the new HD remaster for it, or whatever it was. High fidelity door, baby. Ah, yeah, baby. Door. That was probably my favorite video game experience of the year, playing that and <laughs> the DLC. Like that was a lot of fun, no, and that uh, that Nero fight is the best boss fight in. The all the remake yeah the game yeah it was a scary fight yeah dude <laughs> i didn't expect it like i was like oh god this it's, is this feels real it's spooky it's hard it's like it's the hardest boss fight i think in the series too next to the house uh 
That fucking house. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, uh, what is there to say about Final Fantasy VII Remake that hasn't already be set, been said, but also to add incredibly good DLC on top of a PS5 spit shine, whatever it is. Fantastic. Yuffie, man. Oh, you know what? Kind of sad Yuffie wasn't in Biggest Crush, but she's not legal, right? She's not legal. Maybe Devin? maybe when you're 18. Maybe when she you're legal? 18. Uh yes. Oh, For argument's sake, I don't we'll say yes. Uh, are, we saying, are we saying she's anime eighteen? Yeah, Yuffie, she's nuts. We'll say Yuffie eight. Oh, she eats nuts. <laughs> so if you're old enough to eat okay, nuts. Hold on, hold on. Enough. So in the original, she's sixteen. Mm. Uh, let's let's not be creeps and let's <laughs> out. Uh, Disgusting. Da, 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 da. It's unclear if this remains the oh. same for the remake. Unclear, guys. Hmm. Well, hmm. you know what? Hmm. He's, probably, he's probably 16. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the only thing really I just want to like this DLC um, for a lot of different reasons. You know, like, I, I, I love Fort Condor uh, and everything yeah. like that. Like Me this too. was very, very comfortably my game of the year up, up until, you know, pretty much the last second. Um I think it's a great addition to it. Um, it's a great uh, extra story. It's it matters, um, which I this is what frankly you want in a DLC. Um, Man, you got you got a nice little nice little tragedy at the end there. Too. Yeah, you get a nice little tragedy, which I think is definitely going to come back. Hell yeah. uh, and it kind of fixes a weird thing that I've never liked in Final Fantasy VII is. Yuffie and uh, Vincent are actually missable characters. So they are like mm. technically, very technically, like not canon, even though every iteration of Final Fantasy VII, spinoffs, movies, everything like that, they're in there. So it's just always felt very Cerberus. It's always felt very silly to me that they just were like these weird missable characters. Well, you don't want to run around in the woods a hundred times and try and get a goofy fight. (laughs) So the fact, the the fact, we all had to do it, man. Yeah, the fact is, is that she's a a, like a a canon character with a, a little more to the bone there than than she had in the original. And again. There's way more to expect. She's got that uh, cute she plays ass little great. Google hoodie too. Yeah, yeah she does she play. Wow. Really her, her, well. Yeah, her combat. I was just gonna say that. Man, she's so a much fun. Glass can. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just put her in the back and just throw that fucking thing and do that one tornado spell. Oh my god. Rex House. Yeah, like you know what I said. I was like, I. And you, you know what's interesting too is it it tweaks the combat in seven because you can't use the other guy. Um which is fine because <laughs> you can't you like in seven remake uh you can switch between characters which right. is really cool but this man he's he's just very very much a support character and i think that's like almost equally a viable way to play the game and you know yeah. what's kind of fun is the story reinforces his play style like his character yes. mm-hmm. that's neat like that's a cool little nice little detail they added to the story to give it make it feel like it's all part of the same piece you know um neat really uh, again uh, it just makes me mad at tim for not liking this game (laughs) tim i don't know i don't know why well i think the way you are 
correct me if I'm wrong, he did leave in the middle of Spider-Man and go home and play Final Fantasy VII Remake because Steve has it on videotape, right? It's true. Yeah, yeah. He uh, He said, no way home. I'll show you no way home. I'm going to go home right now. (laughs) I'm going to drive home drunk. And we're like, don't drive home drunk. And he whipped his ponytail in my face and left. Oh no, Tim's the ponytail guy. Spoilers. Um, all right, now we're in the big categories. Big category. Am I going next? I'm going next, aren't I? You're going next. Yeah, you're hey, off again. yeah I don't know how that happened. But <laughs> it happened. It's, it's <laughs> uh, so for our next category, the big boy show of the year, we have as our nominees Doom Patrol season three. Arcane and Squid Game. Steve, why don't you go first with Squid Game? I will. So this was a, a potential uh, surprise, best surprise for me as well, just because like I I jumped on this early where it was just Steve like Steve was gonna be like, uh, because I don't expect much from things from Korea. That's the opposite. <laughs> that is the that is the opposite. <laughs> well, that's why it shouldn't have been surprise. To the People year. were like, hey. The Squid Game thing on Netflix, pretty goddamn good. And it's, I was like, "Is it Korean?" Yo, yo this yes. is like, <laughs> this is essentially fucking. Um, why do I want to say Beat Saber? That's not what I want to say. <laughs> uh, battle, it's Battle Royale meets Parasite, hmm. and I like fucking. I binged it in one night, and I like. I was Parasite. exhausted the next day, but oh my god, like I just like. Yeah, this was a show I watched nonstop. Like I couldn't. I think I took one break. I think it was at the uh, the tug of war. Yeah, <laughs> like, like okay, took the break. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Took oh, a break. Real power, dude. I, I think take a break. <laughs> the marble game. I think it. I think it's just like it's built in. Like it's it's. What if fucking game shows are deadly like that's what it is because mm-hmm. it's like every every new episode is like a new game kind of and there's like there's like in-betweens too but as the arnold schwarzenegger vehicle the running man proved everybody likes watching people die in game shows oh everybody likes it and here's the thing like if netflix like next year was like fuck it real squid games people would be like that's sick but then we'd watch it be like <laughs> Well, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty fun. That's pretty entertaining. <laughs> Did anybody here watch Tiger King season two? No, nah. I watched part of it. Is it I more of the same? It makes you sick to watch it. Like it feels uh, dirty Squid Game made me that. sick to watch it. Game, so. <laughs> we walked. Maybe we walked away. We walked away from Tiger King. We were like, you know what? No, we're it's all so, into this murder game thing. It's fucking dirty, man. It's well, a dirty. The thing about Tiger King is like we all did this thing and we all felt gross about it after. Yeah, and then they're like, "So you want to do that thing again?" And we're like, "No, no, we don't want to do the thing." Come on, come on, do the thing. Come on, let me piss in your in your asshole again. And you're like, "No, (laughs) no, no, we did that once, and it was when we all were locked up together. (laughs) We were in a really weird mood. We weren't sure how we felt, and we just we just were in a dark place. And I'm not quite there now, and you can't make me do that again." Like, yep. You got my number. You ever want me pissing yeah, your butt? That's, that's, that's how Tiger King. <laughs> well, two made me feel. Devin, you your choice. Arcane. When it, you, well, you've talked about it a bunch, but yeah, I, I mean, again, like story. It's it's how dare you? <laughs> uh, An LMFAO story. <laughs> yes. Ooh, the band. The band. Yeah, of course. 
so again, it's a show that is what I like about it so much uh, is outside of the animation style is just like it takes itself very, very seriously, not overly seriously, um, but it it's a real attempt at a story uh, that's way deeper. And I, I will admit, you know, a surprise factor is like one of those little X factors that uh, just will go a long way with me. Uh, but it's just an extremely, extremely well-told story. Leaves you wanting more. Visually astounding. Uh, beautiful to look at. Great voice work. Uh, I care about, you know, I know I've been talking about Jinx, but like I, I really care about a lot of the characters. Um, Jinx, Vi, Victor, like, uh, you know, Dude, what's going to happen next? Even the fucking bad guy, like Silco. Yeah, like, Silco is great too. There's a moment where I was like, fuck, I get him. I understand him. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's just like show full of very shockingly deep characters, uh, and on top of that, it's just gorgeous. It's just gorgeous it's it's at. the only uh, like I was trying to think of it, and it's like I can't think of any other steampunk like epics that exist in like the, and, yeah, the and, television and or movie medium. Like off the top of my head, stands out with that alone. It's it's unique in the sense that it's like this weird steampunk show that in a genre where it's just weirdly under under, uh, you know, shown. It's just people really don't make it's it's a weird thing to lock down, but they nail it. Uh, I know Steen just yelled at us, though. He was like, it's magic tech. It's not You're dumb as your magic tech. No, it's I mean, that's. That's the he, half the plot of the show. He yelled at me. He's oh, spitting he spaghetti everywhere while he's yelling, and it's like it's not no, steampunk. It's Magitech. The steampunk. It's Magitech. How do you? All right, all right. All I love right. you, Stin. I'm just teasing. It really, like, I mean, you know, if you have hey, Stin's drinking it, out of Stin's right. drinking out of a fucking uh, a, a Jinx mug right now. See? Oh no. Dude, he's fully in, dude. That means it's gonna fail. Isn't that usually what <laughs> oh, shit, dude? Yeah, he can't own anything that has its. God, oh no, no. Stin. But also, yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> no. Just wait until he shows up, dude. You like my yellow jacket shirt? You're like, take that off. Take it off now. <laughs> you just shoot him dead. <laughs> Okay, uh, so John, me and you, man, we picked uh, we picked Doom we picked Patrol the, season three. Uh, we, picked the e- we picked the easy cop out answer. But, uh, <laughs> that was expected. Not surprise of the year. Not a surprise. <laughs> we Not knew. Surprise we knew. We knew going into this, baby. You know. Um, I know. It's, I know one person in here doesn't agree with us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm familiar with Arcane. that. I picked Arcane. That's why. Yeah. So uh, mm, we're gonna. No. We're going to just forget what he said, and we're going to talk about what we said. So we're going to talk about Tube Troll Season 3. Yeah, I'm not here to poo-poo. And uh, I will say, like I said before, um, it's just an expert deconstruction of what a superhero team is, what it means to be a weapon or not a weapon. This season's all about labels, false labeling people, mm-hmm. um, how how human beings need to do it. But it, it's just so limiting and it makes us less. And you dude, know, I, the fucking the subconscious episode, man. Oh, dude. Amazing. Bro, I was like in my feelings that entire episode. <laughs> fucking Cliffs, when he was doing having his monologue, I was in tears. Dude. In tears, dude. dude. Fucking, I don't know what it is, man. Brenda Frazier, when you just actually see him, 
in a scene. Now you see, I think Cliff, it's like, it changes everything. It was a little meta contextual for me too, because I know Brendan (laughs) Fraser's got a rough time and his life is not great. And now it's starting to get a little bit better. And I feel like Cliff is such a perfect representation of that. I mean, it was, it is funny that he went down all the bad rabbit holes after those drugs like what was it it was the microtransactions pay to win yeah it was gambling only fans and it was, and it was yeah, the, yeah. like all like all the, the horrible shit that happens with with in discovering the internet just got thrown onto him it was actually all the inhibitions close. and everything but even dude the, the larry shit too like i always like i don't know at some point i'm I might be like, oh man, this might be like exhausting, but I don't know. I just keep coming back to these characters. I keep feeling Larry like these characters wrapping everybody up in bandages. That Dude. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. It was like one of the funniest things. I've yeah, seen. When, when they point out, they're like, you know, this is a little morbid. He's like, oh god, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, got some, we got some Muppets too. We got some oh, Muppets. Yes, a whole fucking Muppet episode, which. I'm digging. I think Jane had the weakest story, to be honest, this year. Yeah. But I feel like Rita and Cliff and even uh, Cyborg. You know? Cyborg kind of kind of picked it up in the end. Yeah. Really... I just thought it's like weird because I don't know where they're going with what with what's what's happening. But I'm glad that it's going that way because right. it's weird and it's unexpected. You know, uh, I feel you, like could have used a little bit more Danny this season. Oh yeah, I think. Of course, I always could use more Danny. Uh, we also got, we also got the dead boys. Dead boy detective. We got the dead boys. I'm so excited for the dead boys. Can't wait for that show to come out. Don't recast them. Don't recast. Please them. don't recast the dead boys. We need and you know what? let fucking Dorothy be in that show too. I'm also glad that they didn't fucking crutch on Niles on uh, on Timothy Dalton this season at all. Yes, yes, yeah. because that would have been the easy thing to do. I think the, just, the 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 sister of Dada really took I control. Love, like Devin, you were telling me the other day that you that you weren't into the Sisterhood of Dada before I binged, and I, I was that. really into Dude, Sisterhood of Dada. That, that conversation between uh, Vic and I forget his name, the guy with the the wheel on his back, uh, uh, the, the bicycle guy. dude. Where it's like you, yeah. you are part of the problem, basically. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, dude. Fucking love that. Loved it. Um, yeah, I fucking yeah. loved it. This I also so love, many... the, I love the paradox too. Like, yes, the fact that Rita goes back in time to jot to fucking Reese Reese Terminator it, but she ends up being the inspiration for the Sisterhood of Dada. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like really like meta and like pretty incredible that the quick transformation they have part of the quick transformation they have for that character. And it's like I don't know, man. I was blown away. I'm sorry, Devin. Me too. Me too. I was blown away by the season. Okay. All right, yeah. and fucking Is it Cliff. Your favorite season. It might. No. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. I mean, maybe I, season one's probably the strongest still. Yeah. yeah, season one is definitely my favorite. But the fact that and I'm still, one, yeah, the there. fact that I'm still like, fucking, would take Mr. President bullet for these guys. <laughs> still, <laughs> season third season in. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's man. A good season. I just uh, I didn't care for certain elements. Uh, some of the stuff I just really I bounce off of regardless of plot. Uh, regardless of show I feel or like, anything like that, it's, I, it's I just feel like this show could that. easily could easily spiral out of control because the amount of weirdness they have in it could take you out of the characters. Oh yeah, 
because that you see that happen. You see that happen in, in Doctor Who all the time. You saw that happen in Doctor Who all the time. You're right, right? but mm-hmm. I think the strong one of the strongest elements besides the weird ele- the weird plot elements is the characters. Yeah, so, that's what, and that's that's what I was about to say is like right the fact that they can they can balance it, still keep it weird, and like and still you know take you care have them have them talk yeah. to their subconscious selves that in moments that that define them as horrible people. Was that, that Ego Patrol? Is that what that was called? Subconscious Patrol, I think was the name Patrol. of that. My favorite episode. Yeah, because like fucking dude, because like the Larry stuff happens. He talks. He fucking they go at each other, mm-hmm. right? And then after they reconcile, Cliff's like, "Well, I saw Larry hold Larry's hand, and I thought that was nice." And they don't oh, yeah. even and they don't even do it at the end. And like that's like kind of sad. Yeah, they, like they didn't get that moment. They didn't get that moment. They they just ended up angry at each other, and it was like, and it's almost like it's perfect too because that's that's Cliff. Yeah, you know the great thing about the eternal flagellation is that happened to everyone on the Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild, right? So you think cool. about it. When I think about everybody it. came and then everybody eternally <laughs> when when Cliff <laughs> when Cliff runs into Cliff for the first time and he's like, What the fuck? Fuck you, fuck you. Like they just keep screaming at each other. I was like, Oh my god, this is incredible. Uh, and then they pull you right back down into down or central yeah. and you get sad. Uh Chris, I'm fuck, curious man. what you said uh while you were watching it, you're like, Oh, there was like a really bad one. And I'm curious, like, like in, like, since we had kind of, oh, the one that I think was the slowest. That was yeah, the episode, yeah. I believe. Oh, I think it was the eighth episode of the season. What happened in that one? It was Jane, and they were driving the bus, and it flips. <laughs> oh, I yeah, remember okay. at the end mm. uh, where they tumble. I just can't remember the episode. Well, it yeah, wasn't because that episode ends with the bus tumble, and then there's right. another episode that starts off. So I wasn't sure if it was like which one it was. The one where it ends with the bus tumble. That one I thought was the slowest. That was right before the the last episode, right? Right, right. And I think the last episode really kicked mm. it into high gear. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, it's pretty great. <sighs> but yeah, yeah I love, that's I love our that show. Still my favorite show. All right, John, you want to take us for movie of the year? Oh man, it's a big one. Movie of the year. Uh, the nominees, or the, I guess the winners are Dune, Spider-Man: No Way Home, No Time to Die, and Malignant. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first because. I know my movie is not up to the caliber and quality of the other films. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but Malign- Malignant, the but movie is the movie that, that chair. he throws that chair. But Malignant <laughs> is the movie that stayed in my head all year. Yeah, it just rent free, rent free of the year. It, it was a literal cancer in my head. Steve, this was, was my second pick. It yeah. like right, like I. Yeah. Absolutely. It's you felt I feel I feel dirty putting it here, but also my body's like, you know what? This is your tiger yeah. king, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is my tiger king. Tiger King too. I got Gabriel, man. <laughs> you know, it's fun to see a director get what he wants, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, to Zach make Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. No. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Facts. Are we ignoring facts today? No, 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 no. You know what? You know what? <laughs> James James Wan he did his time he made Aquaman <laughs> he and now he's like I need one for me what do you want to make James I want to make a schlocky ass B horror movie with money 
whoa, we can't do that. And he was like, I've been your bitch for years. I've been biding my time. It's my turn. And then he threw a chair at him. And they were like, ah, fuck, make your shitty movie. And they were like, yes, yes. And the entire time. So here's the thing. When you watch Malignant, you're going to be nitpicking it the entire time. Of course. You're going to be like, no, listen, the, boy, it, she parked really close to a cliff. Why did she park so close to a cliff? Why did she park right at the edge of cliff? Doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But just know. That house both is way it. tinier on the outside and on the inside. How can she afford this house? How could she afford this house? We've established that they're poor. Well, yeah. It's just it's so okay. funny. Things like that don't need to, you know. It's fucking schlock to the walls, baby. I think I think it's uh, the fun part of it all is being able to look past all of that and still see that there is just a wacky fucking idea that somebody really wanted to make. And that really, it just reeks of passion, man. Yeah. You know, and that's a good thing. Let's make something fun and stupid. And that's what Malignant is. Who, who, yeah, who doesn't like a passionate artist? I'm gonna call James James Wan an artist. He's he's a good director. He's a great yeah. director. Um, yeah, passionate artist doing what they want, man. That's what it's all about. <clears throat> I let him put the Joker in the apocalypse. <laughs> Shut up, Zach. <laughs> passionate artist. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes it's the not so great. All right, that's me. Who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go. I'll go next because uh, mine's gonna be pretty quick. What I uh, so I selected Spider-Man No Way Home, kind of similar to what Steve said. It's just the it's I haven't stopped thinking about it since. Um, I actually don't know if I've seen a movie since then in the theater. I could be blanking because I see I've seen a lot of movies this year. But the one thing, and again, I, I mentioned this before, I'm all about like X factors. I'm all about things that like are magical you almost can't replicate it and to me what made spider-man like not only do i think it's a great movie standalone i I really do uh but like to me what made it just like just pushed it well over that that stratosphere was or into the stratosphere was the the theater experience that i had watching it um i think this is one of those things where like I'm a big movie theater guy. I'm always the one who, who's trying to defend the movie theater experience. And when it works, man, it just, it works. And this was a scenario where, you know, I'm watching this movie with a group of people of like-minded individuals. Everybody's more or less on their, on their best behavior. We're all feeling it. We're all feeling the same emotions at the same time. We're all, we're all cheering at the same times. Uh, again, like I, I mentioned, when you see the moment that we all know is coming, right, is when they open the portal to the other Spider-Man. Uh, the sc- the roar of the theater is you can't hear what's happening with the next 10 seconds of dialogue. You really can't. It's just like it's extreme. And then when Matt Murdock, when Matt fucking Murdock shows up, all you need to see is a part of a red cane and everybody loses their mind. Uh, when you just see the three Spider-Man just jumping around fighting the Spider-Man villains. It's just, you can't help, but like just cheer and applaud. And that is something that uh, really, really just like, I can't even really properly explain how much that like just adds to my experience when I watch a movie. 
and this had that in spades. And on top of that, it's great. Uh, so that's why Spider-Man No Way No Way Home is my movie of the year. I think we're gonna go last. I'm gonna have John go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go next. Uh, I mean, I I already explained everything about why James Bond was my hero of the year, and in parallel, like it's basically the same the same reasons why I made this my movie of the year uh uh fukunaga did a incredible job he had a bunch of fucking garbage that he had to turn into uh into something workable and he did in spades like i don't know there's nothing really else to say like the action sequences were were second to none i'll tell you what uh, man this this movie movie had such a troubled release yeah and that's that's another thing it's like you think that the gas would run out would run out yeah for people's excitement because it was delayed like it hurts because it was originally supposed to come out on my dad's birthday and that's when i was gonna take my mom to see it Hmm. and when i found out it got delayed i was like i was like oh god damn it and then it got delayed again (laughs) so yeah so it was like it was like really it was really uh troubling um and i'm glad to see that they were able to get it out and that it was still really good i feel Um, like this film was like the guinea pig for what was happening yeah no but well yeah because nobody nobody wanted to do Mm. the tenant route because that fucking blew up in no one's face hard right right i think i mean we we heard conversations that amazon was gonna buy it that it was gonna be on (laughs) Fortnite. there was these crazy (laughs) The craziest things you could ever hear about a release of a film all happening. To I'll tell you movie. what, Chris, you should watch it. If you were going to watch the movie, I'll give you the main reason you should. It's Ana de Armas. That's what I hear. Oh, yeah. Steals the show. That. yeah. I've heard it from you guys. I've heard it from other people. Completely you know. steals the show to I the like point it. where I think that she should have her own spinoff and, and have her own movie. Well, he I did. Want to, so. I want to know what Carrie Fuganaga's malignant is. <laughs> Whoa! Like, what's your malignant? True detective, but they're both really thin. Oh, thin detective. Let's thin just detective. Make it, yeah, let's make that a noun. What's your malignant? What's your malignant? <laughs> Everybody should oh, get mal- a malignant. I want to make malignant too. Well, <laughs> my movie, um, Dennis Velvenu. I wouldn't say it was his malignant, but uh, Dune was a passion project of his for a while. He wanted to get this made, and it is my movie of the year. Um, great choice. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little insight on how I went into this film because, um, I wanted to see it in theaters, of course. And, uh, I did. Um, but the night before when it, when it released on HBO max, I had a chance to, I was just walking upstairs, seeing what was on the television that the people were watching in my house. And I caught a glimpse of something. I saw them watching Dune and I saw, I saw the, the spice collector being eaten by the sandworm. And it was like, I'm going to fucking love this movie. (laughs) Like that scene sold me immediately. There was no, there was no doubt after seeing that, after seeing the sandworm, because that scene's a big scene in David Lynch's Dune too. It's it's the first time you see a sandworm, you know, it's the first time you see them on Arrakis. And it's a really important scene, and he fucking nailed it. Dennis Velvenu nailed it. I knew that there was only, it was only going to go up from there. And sitting in our theater watching it in fucking awe, really, if I'm honest, and a lot of the other people I was with, same, same experience, um, 
it made me care about going to theaters more than I did. I was kind of, I'm, I'm, I wasn't necessarily a hundred percent on Devin's side. Like I get it. I love theaters, but like this movie, I think was the one that really was like, Oh, I, I, I need to see movies in theaters. <laughs> like, there's, there's no other yeah, choice. There's something you, you're missing. Uh, right. You just are like, I, I don't, I don't like, I hate this. And, and to the rumble, to our seats for the oh, sound God. that just, it shook you to the bone feeling that in the theater man what an experience for me um and 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 i i will say this is this is probably going to be my star wars <laughs> this is it guys this yeah. is what i wanted for years and i got it and it's good i can't complain <laughs> and i got it and it's good <laughs> i can't complain i can't I complain star wars <laughs> i got, I got it. star wars it makes me so happy to have something like this because uh, i really like sci-fi and i like star trek of course mm. but this is different this is a different beast and uh yeah i really loved it it's my movie of the year it's yeah it's excellent it, i was honestly it was malignant and this yeah so. yeah these these two are my top two top picks absolutely well, going from the dunes of Arrakis, let's go over to the dunes of Forza Horizon 5 with the game of the year choices. Yes. So the choices, the nominees, uh, the picks, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, Guardians of the Galaxy, Forza Horizon 5, and Inscription. Um, yeah, I'll go, go first. Since, yeah, I'll go, oh, first. go first. You know what? I did segue you, you, with the you Horizon. Dropped it. You dropped it. Yeah, I did. I did. You know what? Pop it into pop it into fifth gear. Give me give me the lowdown on Forza Horizon. This game came out at the perfect time because I snagged an Xbox Series S before uh Halo I wanted to get it before Halo came out. And when I got it, there was like a week a week of me fucking around Forza Horizon four. And I was like, Oh man, this is awesome. I was like, Steve, this game is fucking awesome. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is so great. I posted videos of me crashing into Steve's drive-a-tar on purpose and then crashing into him up. again. It's kind of fucked up. Um, and then Forza Horizon 5 came out, like, the next week, and I was like, holy shit, this... I got so much fucking game time out of this game, and it's mostly because um, it's easy when you have a baby <laughs> to play a racing game that you can just pause. Um <laughs> And uh, and Sam like Sam was into the fucking the wheel the wheel fortune uh, parts of it so I would play like she would have me play the game so I can get wheel spins and then she would spin the wheel and try to get cars for me and um, I don't know man like this game like it's correct me if I'm wrong Stephen but it is the high yeah, is it the highest rated new new game from- um. I believe so when I last checked it was uh let me go on um. What was that? What was that? You can go to open Not, critic. Is it open? Was it? What's the other one? Meta? Metacritic? Metacritic. Yeah, open I think on Metacritic it was. Let me double yeah. check. I was like, I love this game so much. Like, okay, so the main reasons why <clears throat> I love the game is because there's a lot of stuff that you do in the game, and it just constantly rewards you for doing it. There mm-hmm. was a part point in time where I just spent two hours crashing into things <laughs> with a BMW, uh, and it was giving me points for crashing into stuff and, and blowing stuff up with my car. Uh, I literally just got lost in that. I'm, I still listen to the soundtrack for the uh, Pulse 
uh, radio station Dude, uh, when I'm driving my same car. Same exact thing when I first started playing the Horizon games. Like it's, I it's just crazy, started driving, right? and I was always listening to the soundtrack when I was driving. <laughs> it's, great. it's pretty great, right? So checking Metacritic right <clears throat> now, uh, it is the top-rated new video game mm. of 2021. That isn't like a remake, not a remake, but like it isn't like a director's cut or a, right, or a right. Switch released version. Right. Uh, like yeah, a port. it's got a 92. Yeah, so that's why, like, I was like insulted when, um, when it wasn't nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards, and uh, and I still I didn't even watch the Game Awards. I don't even care about what happened there. Uh, I don't even know who won what. I saw It Takes Two won Game of the Year. It's great. Good job. I'm proud of you. Uh, but I don't know, man. I feel like um. I don't know. People like Devin don't really take games like this seriously, but it's a game, right? Is it not a it game, is, Devin? It is a game. It is a game. <clears throat> you like when correct. when when Space Marine comes out, like is that a real game, or I mean, is that just a Warhammer? Space game? Marines are just half cars, so. right? Nah, but for real though, like the game, it's not just a racing game. It's an open world driving game. So like, yeah. the cool thing was my nephews would come over. I just hand them the controller. I'm like, hey, press this button and this button and fucking very... wiggle around and they could just do whatever they want. They love cars, but they're fucking toddlers. So that you, if you give them Gran Turismo 7, they'll just lose and it's not fun for them. No, but, <laughs> but there yeah. was a point with car games where I don't know what happened, but like a bunch of fucking snobs took over car games I mean, and they were like it's a snob hobby. Cars are they were a snob like, hobby. Yeah. If you should you should penalize the player if they take a turn wrong. And it's like in Forza Horizon Five, it encourages you to fucking to take the wrong turn. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. it's just like, oh, like, you want to take the wrong turn? Here's five thousand dollars for doing that. Here's five thousand dollars. You're 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 literally hitting chickens by accident with your car. You you you're doing great, buddy. It's like a celebration of cars rather than just like uh, um, a hoity-toity like we're gonna show you the leather of the new BMW. No, it's like we're fucking smashing this car through Mexico. Yeah. This one's in Mexico, correct? <clears throat> this one is in Mexico. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and like, it, like you played the beginning of it, Steve. Right? It's kind of oh, wild. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they like they fucking th- they throw a parachute on a Ford Bronco and just drop you into the world. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like it's a battle royale type type. Opening. I love I love that it's like. It's a car game with boss battles. Where right, like, yeah, and there was a, there was a point in time in one of the missions where a volcano, I think. Yeah, you're <laughs> like there was there's yeah you go to a volcano, but there's this other one where you're like doing other stuff. You're just like oh I'm gonna check out this mountain range here, and out of nowhere you land in a race with a bunch oh, of motorcycle dudes. Dude, I love that one. <laughs> like it's fucking because, wild. Like for <clears throat> some reason, like a commentator starts talking and he's like, out of nowhere, a car is just dropped <laughs> in the middle of our motorcycle it's race. So and you're like, fun. what the fuck is going on? The game is uh, a blast, dude. It's, it's a, it's a very fun, silly game that no, and you know, what? and I'm telling you right now, playing this game gives me faith in, in this team for making, um, uh, Fable, I said Blade. Blade uh, would like yes. them to make the Blade video game too if Give they if they get the chance. Blade game. But uh, <laughs> but the, the fact that the fact that they're they're making Fable three was it Fable three, Fable four. Which one is Fable it? Fable four. Fable four, Devin. Yeah, yeah. Three was the Fable King four. One. Like or the all I'm saying is these guys know how to make a game, like in general. So I'm I think that 
I think that they're going to do a good job. Um, I know it's a racing game. It's not the same type of game as Fable. But maybe that's what you need. You need some fucking new new heads with with, a, with a different a with different head spaces. Yeah, because they've been making what this they've is their been making fifth car game? games since 2011. I think that's what Forza Horizon. <laughs> they're was literally doing. they literally tried to turn a racing game into an adventure game, and they succeeded at that. So if they could do that, I feel like they could turn the Fable franchise around. Dude, you're gonna be running around in Fable and find old cars all over the place. <laughs> barn fine <coughs> oh yeah, man good choice john good choice i love um, it i love this game i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about inscription for a little bit so i'm a slut for haunted games mm. i'm a slut for haunted games i can't help it any game that's like oh it's <laughs> the lore behind it is it's haunted i love and inscription's whole vibe is hey what if you just started playing in the middle of someone's haunted game save and it's like a weird card game slash escape room horror experience where you're forced to play a card game and if you lose that card game you are murdered or i'm sorry uh the the man who is forcing you to play the card game takes a photo of you turns you into a card and then the next time you play which is like you're playing as like a new person in the lore uh you you have to use yourself as a card Steve, are you happy that Ben Drowned has now integrated into actual video games? Um, hmm. So, because that is where kind of is that where this started? I think kind of. I think you're right. So I, you know, I loved Ben Drowned when Me that too. story came out. Me that too. copy, the creepy pasta. Yeah. Um, and I remember like years before that, even there was like a DS game that was all about like a haunted RPG. Hmm. And I never played that because I think it was only in Japan. But like that concept, like I'm like, ooh, yeah, video games are old enough to be haunted now. It's an easy um, like. That's a that's fun. So like the thing about Inscription is, it is more than it seems. It is a game that keeps opening, and when you think you've finally opened the box, you're like, oh, I've just opened one box, and there's more boxes in this box, and these are all different boxes. It, I never knew where I was going next with that game. And, um, oh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think how long it took me. I'm going to say it took me like 12 hours. Hmm. Okay. But I didn't kinda expect beefy. it to be 12 hours. Kind of beefy. Uh, it is kind of beefy, but it's because it's, it's spoilers. It's so many games built into this one idea of a game. Hmm. And uh, I, I had a blast with it. And uh, How long is Doki Doki? Doki Doki is about two, three hours. So, two three. Steve, how long to beat has main story at 11 and a half hours? So. Okay. Nice. Close. Yeah, pretty much there. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a great time with it. Um, I know this is going to get like a Switch, PlayStation, Xbox release at some point because it's just, it's just too out there not to. So I'm excited. So uh, I think I'll go next. Um, you know, I've already talked about this one. This Family Feud 7 remake integrate Steve Harvey edition. Oh, uh, I love that makes one. Sense. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, pretty good. it's a pretty good one. What, what else can you say about Family Feud? It's two families feuding against one another, asking, answering very simple questions asked to them by Steve Harvey. Um, Cloud, of course, you know, he wins. He goes on to, you know, the main category where he, he shoots out for a minute. He blanks. On uh, <laughs> what is a normal amount of wallets a man could have, and then he gets it wrong, and they lo- they lose, of course. 
and um, it was a great change on the original story. So, uh, yeah, it's my pick for game of the year. I can't believe Steve Harvey killed uh, killed Aerith. It's the saddest <laughs> moment in video game history. Well, he was so upset at w- he finally got one dumb answer too many. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's the one mustached his, angel himself. The yeah. fucking giant sword that he carries in the Family Feud set now. <laughs> Steve Harvey, bum 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 bum. Harva Moon, he calls it the. Um, <laughs> All right, so my Guys, I'm about Final Fantasy VII. Sorry. All right. No more. No more needs to be said uh, with that, I think. Uh, all right. My game of the year is... So, again, I was pretty comfortable with Remake Intergrade Intermission Steve Harvey Edition. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I decided to pick up a game that everybody on the internet was making fun of, me included. Uh, called Guardians of the Galaxy because it looked dumb. It didn't look great. Uh, but it's a pretty hard sell for me. <laughs> it was a hard sell, right? And the Avengers game and was it, the same studio, right? And that's uh, fucking mm-hmm. not, not exactly, the same studio, yeah. but Square it was the same, engine, same character, same character designs. It like. Certainly felt like it, yeah. And uh, but it was doing some things that I just kind of like I didn't hate. And one of them was, you know, previews were actually like, actually it's pretty good. And I heard like the combat's kind of similar to Final Fantasy seven, which kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Uh, and it was a game that they announced showcase and it was coming out in a few months, which is goes pretty far in my book, frankly. Um, I'm like, I always love that. You know, I don't like hearing about a game and then not seen it again for three years uh so that was pretty cool too and i picked it up and it is the most weirdly genuine game i've played all year that's true Um, it's sincerely funny it's sincerely heartfelt the gameplay holds up i'm not gonna say it's astounding um by any stretch it's enough until the end exactly it, it is it's enough until it ends and it pretty much ends right when it should yeah uh maybe a little bit long like maybe an hour or two but yeah. but you know we're talking about video game time here so um but like there were moments where i mean chris was i think the only one who played it slash beat it but second favorite game of the year yeah i mean there's a moment where chris said hey I did this and I went, oh, well, I did this. And we had two entirely different scenarios happen. That was really neat. Because uh, it, it's like imagine like Final Fantasy seven remake with like telltale yeah. like uh, story decisions. Um, it's just I don't know. It, it's just like it's so shockingly good. Uh, and then like it went way past. OK, this is better than I thought it was going to be to. This is legitimately great. Um, also, one of the most uh, least expected things to happen yes, in the game this year. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's stuff in there where you're like, OK, that's that's a cute little nod. And it's not a nod. Um, they, they go through with it. It's it. And it's full. It feels like a full game. Mm-hmm. basically everything the avengers game isn't um, i like i really cannot recommend it enough um please play it uh i think it's worth the 60 bucks i think it's uh you know if you're into like a single player like you know 20 hour long experience something like that you know if not you know probably not for you but 
Steve, I think like you specifically, I think uh, you would get a lot out of this personally. Yeah, I've been chopping at the bit to give it yeah, a shot at some yeah. point. And, you know, uh, it's kind of at that point where I probably could get it on sale. Um, but um, I'm very, very happy uh, that I played it. And it's for those reasons and more. That's why it's my game of the year. Great choice. Great choice. Okay. Um, so from there, uh, we move on to Devin. Devin. Me for good sit of the year. Uh, basically what we call our honorable mentions. Uh, you know, just something that I think may not have been mentioned a thousand other times in our best of list, but something that we all still just really, really want to make everybody aware of. And the winners are uh, Invincible, All Elite Wrestling, and The Green Knights. It's a, a the fun double pick. Here, here quick, quick question. Sure. Uh, if AEW is Good City of the Year... Yes. Would you say WWE is the fuck up? Is most disappointing or Um, biggest fuck up? Probably. If if this was like wrestling, all wrestling related, then yeah. All elite wrestling, obviously. All elite wrestling. Um, How elite, Devin? It's pretty elite, dude. All elite. Yeah, it's all. Dude, it's they got all the big. Elite. They got the big guys this year. Yeah, they, they got, got some pretty got big, the big boys. Uh, and I'll, I guess I'll go first because I have kind of a, a unique pick. I, I'll say so. All AEW uh, really kind of reawoken my my wrestling fandom. It's not that you know I'm I'm a fan. I'm a I'm a child of the '90s, late '80s, and the '90s. So like wrestling is just the thing we watched uh, because it was great. Uh, and then, you know, you fall off, get back in, fall off. Uh, but AEW really is, like, especially this year was something I really started putting actual time into. Like, no, I'm in, I'm not going to go do this thing. I'm just going to sit down and watch, you know, AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite. Um, and it also had, I think, the one of the best wrestling shows I've seen all year like almost ever actually frankly uh it was just top to bottom amazing and i went to a show by myself in philadelphia uh and watched it and had a great time uh and it's just you know listen if you're kind of if you liked wrestling at some point in your life uh i highly recommend you know just peeking your head in because uh the, the they got mankind they no I'm not interested. He's too old. They got DX. Do they have oh, Degeneration God X? Damn it! You know what? No, they don't. They don't. Have D- yeah. So Joel Embiid wouldn't watch. So Joel Embiid wouldn't watch AEW. <laughs> uh, you know All what? Right. He would. Bet. I think he would. I think he would. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch AEW when when Embiid when Joel Embiid it. starts like doing the two. He starts super kicking people. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, absolutely wonderful. And yeah, give it a shot, man. Open it up. It be a kid again. Wrestling's fun. Wrestling, great wrestling is awesome, and that is so much more often than not. Uh, especially with the alternative being fucking horrendous quality. Uh, you know, it's a horrendous product at this point. Okay, I think I'll uh, I'll go next. Um, I chose Vinny Bull, like Steve, uh, but I chose it as my good sit of the year. Invincible Vinny. Vinny. What a show. Ha, ha, ha. I'm in. We got another season coming. That's confirmed, right? Yes. 
Okay, good. It's not on Netflix, so yes. (laughs) (laughs) From the voice acting to the plotting to the characters, what else do you have to say about Invincible? Huh? It's great. It's great. It's terrific. Holy shit, Steven Uh, Yoon. Best example of a victory lap uh, I've seen in a long time. That last episode. Really, that last that last like five minutes like what are we gonna do next and it's like bro is that a serious question and then it's just like great great like montage victory lap i, I think it. my two favorite episodes are the first and last i think they really they really resonate uh yeah. somewhere special and uh what can you like i think that is such a good quality for a great show to have the first and last episode go out on a high note like that's beautiful that's if the very least, if all the other episodes are shit, you have the, <laughs> the first and last. The yeah, that's great. Those those bookends that just are perfect. And now, of course, that's not the case with Invincible. Every episode was was enthralling and interesting and violent, and visceral and action packed and funny. Um, the show's funny, you know, in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, I think the uh, the cloning twins. I don't remember their names. Um them feeding hamburgers into a machine and making more clothes. Uh, <laughs> that really tickled me somewhere special. Um, yeah, I uh, I really love this show, and I think I binged it pretty quickly. Did, did it all come out at once? I, I don't know. No, it didn't. It did. No, it was weekly. It didn't. It, it was weekly. No, yeah, but, you know why? Because it was that fun little chunk of Friday primary viewing. That's right. Like, oh, that's right. I got like five things to watch. This is great. Mm-hmm. That is pretty nice, actually. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think this show is really just going to go up and up and up. You know, I, 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 I think the quality is is just starting, really. And uh, you know, I think I'm not going to say this is going to be the weakest season, but I think it's just going to get better. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my theory on it. They, um, they got they got a lot. There's there's a lot of open road ahead in terms of mm-hmm. just like great think, stuff they can really go with. I think a big part of it is the voice acting. I think they nailed that. And I think that's one of the hardest things to get right. Um, it, it's getting easier nowadays, but like getting high profile, high profile actors to play these parts is genius. Perfect. Yeah. Um, also, J.K. Simmons is fucking pitch perfect. <laughs> oh, so good. <sighs> Father Probably. of Ben Simmons, J.K. Simmons. <laughs> uh, father of the year. Father of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my pick for Good Set. Invincible. Good choice. Great choice. Uh, John, we saw the Green Knight. We saw the Green Knight together. You know what? Garwin was his name. It's a good set. It was would definitely been, a good set. Would have been even better yeah it would have been mary the year if we saw if we saw some hog like we thought we pipe baby man we heard it so much we kept hearing that we were gonna see it dude then that's like here's the thing spider-man we heard all the rumors about murdoch and andrew garfield toby (laughs) mcguire but like you you know that was all true yeah to the The point where if 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 none of that happened it would have been it would have been probably a good sit not great but, yeah and of course the director basing this off of you know what we'd say ingmar bergman movies which we watched that that, that dude showed cock that dude yeah. showed cock we had what the hell? 
the hell, coward? Yeah, right. Sure, you showed him get his get his the little weenie tugged off. <laughs> he came in the bed. little weenie. We wanted the big. Weenie. We didn't see it. That's yeah. the thing. I can't even give it an estimate. So, yeah. so this is why it's your great sit is uh, complaining about. It. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it, I thought no, it was I a good movie. I thought it was a very good movie. Like Real talk. I thought I thought this movie was awesome. Yeah, it, it was. It it was something where I was like, I'd like to see more movies. I, I like the idea of taking an old myth or an old story and kind of telling it like they told it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like the yeah. true way. Because like I think told I, that myth. before I watched the movie, I read up on the original uh, Green Knight or uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight story. And I was like, yo, if half of this shit is in the movie, it's, it's going to be weird as fuck. And that's yeah, awesome. Dude. And like it was like all of it. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's something to sticking with an insane plot because it's historically accurate and it's what people were telling. This was the first story based on that Queen, uh, uh, Sir Gawain. Gwyn Knight. Sir Gwyn. Gwyn Knight. Yeah, this is the first, the first story, the first telling of this story and how it was really told. Right. And uh, to see that, it's like, A, seeing a part of history, B, seeing how peoples of those histories used to tell these tales and tell these moral tales. That's really what this is. And three, the connection it may have had to other religious stories, too. True. Because I think that's Dude, a big that part of sequence, it. That sequence in his head at the end was fucking insane. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Crazy. crazy. I loved every moment. Uh, my cousin just watched it on stream a few weeks ago and then went and saw it again in the theaters. He was like, cause I wanted to watch it. Oh, in the theaters. Shit. Yeah. Cause last really temptation so of Christ. Yeah. Very sir. much like Dev yeah. Patel. I'll tell you what, uh, when I saw, when I saw this, the scene where the green Knight first comes into like the King's chambers, like where they're all sitting around. I was like, God, like visual. I'm visually <laughs> impressed by this like independent film. I was like, fuck, this looks like a fucking like scene from Dark Souls. Or yeah, Souls. yeah, you're right, man. This just looks fucking cool. Yeah, that guy. If you give, well, I don't know if you director or the cinematographer, but you give somebody there a Dark Souls movie, it'll hmm. look great. <laughs> the very least, Lowry is right. his name, right? Director Kevin Lowry, Mike, Mike Lowry, Mike, yeah. Lowry. Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry from, from Bad Boys, you idiot. Bad boys. <laughs> Mike Lowry, <laughs> Dennis Lowry, Dennis. No, that's Dennis Nedry. Never Dennis mind. Nedry, yeah, yeah, from, from Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right, David let's tumble. Lowry. Let's tumble David out Lowry. of a good set of the year, and let's move on to the big, the big one. Oh, Chris. it's the Mary of the year. Oh, I'm sorry, the penultimate. Dun 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 dun, la 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 la. Dun 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 dun, la 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 la. Mary of the year, best of the best, baby. And our nominees slash winners are Dune, Spider Man No Way Home, Halo Infinite multiplayer, and I think you should leave season two. Uh, you know what? I'll just go first because I'll probably have the quickest. Uh, Frank must have really liked this movie, Devin. I really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> must have really I, enjoyed I this movie. It. I haven't uh, felt I haven't seen you like this about a Spider-Man movie ever. Uh, ever, well, except for, for Spider-Man Two. Yeah, but at least the one that we see, we've seen together. If we were podcasting when Spider-Man Two came out, yeah, the answer is yes. Um, but 
listen, I've spoken about it enough. You all know why. Um, it's just, yeah, it's great. I loved it. It's probably the thing that makes me the most happy in the year of 2021 in terms of like entertainment. So for sure. It's fair. It's fair. That makes sense. Uh, great movie. I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, so I know this is a weird one where it's like, what was the best thing in your, in your mind in 2021? And it was, I think you should leave season two because holy shit did my mind just like constantly think of all of these fucking skits and uh, bits that they did like fucking Steve, coffin flop. I used to be a huge piece of shit. <laughs> Yo, you can slick that hair right back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pour some water on those steaks. You gotta eat them before the waiter takes them away. Oh my god! Like that's the thing. Like this, this went from like a great show Pop watch to just like some of the best memes coming out this year too. Yeah, like Carl Havoc. I think the ghost fucking the ghost. Oh my god! Cursing. Do any of these fuckers <laughs> ever burst out of the wall and just shoot their jizz all over? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Like yeah, no, it's 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 fucking the, tables. Oh my god, tables, tables. Come and on. Sh- and Steve, I think you'll admit you haven't been the most social person this year. Eddie Monster uh, yelled at me, Devin. Eddie Monster yelled at you. Jesus. Being... <laughs> I'm sorry, but but like no, like just anytime I go somewhere, I think I think I think you should leave. Quote farts finds its way into the conversation. In every Parts interaction I've had with a, somebody to the, this year, uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Shit's you know great. what? I I say, uh, Nick Robinson, you should just go and get yourself get yourself a nice shirt. <laughs> flashes. Any pattern. Any pattern. You Nerds, that's what you're paying for. for. That's what you're paying for. You fucking skunk. You fucking skunk. It's my exact. Shut the fuck up, dog. Dial. <laughs> Somebody threw him down the stairs at ten flashes. <laughs> yeah, it's just insanity and uh, extreme. I, I mean, whatever, right? It's kind of a stupid thing to say, but we're in the year 2022. Extremely memeable. There's like a meme for mm-hmm. every skit. It's kind of wonderful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just every skit. Actually, you know what? There's one skit I wasn't crazy about. Oh, yeah? And that was the... um. That was the piss pants jean skit. Calico pants? I kind of like Calico that. pants? I liked calico pants. I just Everybody feel like the gives. bit went on too long. Everybody I don't like gives. I don't like the little kids weightlifting thing. Oh, the buff little boys? Yeah, it's not funny. I think I think season one did um the babies much funnier. Yeah. Where it's I like agree. Lee Lee Jarvis Harvey. And they're like, fuck you, Lee Jarvis Harvey. <laughs> yeah, that's Piece right. Of shit. I think that's a better version of that skit, but yeah, just in general, just like the amount of quality in this was so yeah. fucking. Like I, I, I was a really big fan of season one. Um, yeah, me too. But like season two was like, oh, now like when season three comes out, I'm stopping everything I'm doing and I'm just gonna yeah. watch this. That's how it's gonna be now from now on uh, with this guy and this show. He's he's earned it. Okay, I think I'll go next. Um, I of course chose dune where's my car so i (laughs) no i chose dune again that movie is my favorite thing all year okay it's that simple i don't think 
I think when I saw it, I knew it. It just hit my gut. And I talked about it before, so I'm not going to keep talking about it. But Dune <laughs> is a great movie, and I loved it. And if you haven't seen it yet, see it in theaters. Oh, I guess yeah. I'm last. Uh, I specifically chose Halo Infinite multiplayer because it is a separate entity from the campaign. Um, I I don't know. I'm the changes that they made for multiplayer, like top to bottom, are awesome. Like the weapon choices, the gunplay is great. The juice they got juice. They took they took a couple things from Destiny and put some okay. juice in the game. Oh. He's loose. Um, He's loose. Uh, yeah, the juice is loose. Uh, this is like it's like I'm reliving my glory years again when pl- when I'm playing Halo Infinite multiplayer because uh, it feels like it feels like classic Halo multiplayer. So like I feel like my like I don't know just the way I play is like is like a, is good again in halo yeah. um the uh when you missed it devin because i don't know what you're doing you're probably uh fucking your carpet or whatever reading <laughs> reading uh generation reading titans. x titans is the marriage <laughs> excuse me yeah but uh steve you were playing we we had like what how many people was it, it was six people i think so yeah and playing a bunch of custom games and holy shit it was like it was like it felt like I was in college again playing playing LAN parties with my friends. It was so much fun. We were just doing Devin, you you should punch yourself in the face. You missed such a fun <laughs> night. Dude. We did yeah, f- dude. we did four we did four v two. Everyone was like, oh, wh- why don't we all go against John and Tom? See how oh good they God. are. Oh my God! You know what? We won the first match, but then John and Tom downloaded well, us. Mm, John, well, John downloaded you guys downloaded and carried us. Tom's fat ass. Uh, Actually, John, you want to hear something fucking horrific? Uh, we lost a three-on-one match at Team Slayer. Uh, <laughs> we by one. No, like uh, like an actual Team Slayer. Yeah, a bunch like, of people quit this or guy's lagged entire out. Entire team dropped, and then he just had three people to pick on. Man, and it sucks. He, like like within the last minute, he got like a double kill. And I went on this run where I just couldn't. I couldn't buy a kill. I couldn't kill him. I'd shoot him a thousand times and then he'd run away and then he would just Damn, kill sucks, us all. Man. And uh, sucks, I, sucks thought about, I thought man, about I thought about you're in you're in somebody's YouTube clip right now. And fucking shit. Not, like, I, you know what? I shut it off. Like I was like, that's it. That's it. done. <laughs> well that's that, the thing. Like I feel like like it feels like Halo two again, where I'm like sweating it up with my cousins. The the matchmaking alg- algae rhythm is actually pretty good in the game because <laughs> like like the games that I'm playing right now in ranked are really close. Like every game I play is close, but it like makes you sweat. It's infuriating when you lose by like one point every game. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's also kind of cool to be matched with people of the same skill as you. It's 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 nice. It's refreshing, I guess. Especially I... after playing Destiny Two for fucking three <laughs> years and it's just whatever. Like it's oh, yeah. completely random. Um, at least P- PVP is. Um. I don't know. Uh, I've I've concerns, obviously, about the lasting power of this. I don't know how they're gonna. Like, I know next season we have campaign co-op, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be fun because that sandbox in there is gonna be incredible. I don't know. I don't know when it comes out, but it's gonna be fun to play um in the in the open world Halo area with your friends, especially because mm-hmm. it was so much fun playing custom games. 
Uh, we did like we did like all swords. Oh, Devin, so we played we played all skewers. We played all, all... skewers, dude. That's my game. That's my game, Steve. Fucking man. killed everybody in all skewers. We played <laughs> all hammers. Oh, Paul hammers secretly is a hammer fucking god. I don't yeah, know. Regular hammer brother, that guy. Oh my I god, was... it was so much fun, man. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was doing like some retrospective stuff uh, for the year, like when I was just I was just trying to like formulate like ideas and opinions about you know this list and one of them was like me rediscovering my love for whole, uh, Halo multiplayer like I kind of wrote that yeah because like when was yeah. the last time you played a Halo game and you like actually actively wanted to play multiplayer right it's been a while like yeah. for me the last time I felt like this well I mean Halo 4 was okay or Halo 5 was okay in multiplayer but I wasn't like you know oh we gotta get on let me see who's on so we can play together like it wasn't like one of those games. I was just play solo. Like Halo Three is probably the last time that came out. What fifteen years ago? I keep saying fifteen <laughs> years, but yeah. I mean, Halo even even out. like not even fully counting uh, Infinite. Like, I mean, we spent like a solid month like leading up to it playing Master Chief Collection. Even that was fun, you know. Yeah, like, we were oh, having fun with that. Yeah, nice. It's like we're just playing Halo. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like I'm a I'm a fucking I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Like anything nostalgic, anything to make me feel like I felt before, like smelling an old something or <laughs> listening <laughs> to an old song. Well, like, that, made you know? me, that made me think that you smelled something once and lost your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so oh. bad. Oh, man, no, like, you know, like old, oh. like, like cooking, like cooking yeah, from an yeah. ant yeah. or something that you, you hadn't had since you were a kid. Like that, that smell kind of triggers the memory, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like you know, like yeah. Halo's like, I don't know. It, it's not really, I don't, this is some people's Mario, right? It's not yeah. my Mario. Yeah, but it is a game that I played a lot when I was evolving into like a like a real a gamer, basically is what I want to say. Like you know, so I don't know. Playing with my old co- like you know when Joe's on, playing with him is fun. Mm-hmm. Playing with Tom's fun. Um, getting on his ass about about gar about playing like shit all times. <laughs> just literally just takes me back. To the it's old fun. Days. It's fun seeing like the the old names pop up on the list. Yeah, right. It's oh, it's yeah, we used to that's nostalgic. Yeah, all the time. Fuck. it's nostalgic too. Yeah, playing with Paul too. Um, I don't know. It's it's really, it's just it's been a really fun. Um, and that's the thing. Like, like Destiny. Like, <laughs> the problem with Destiny is like we don't you don't play for a week. You might as well have never played the game ever before. Uh, and then not only that, but like when we had to do Vault of Glass, like I had to ch- take out a fucking five hour, six hour chunk out of my day. Like I had to like talk to Sam and be like, hey, like, can I raid on Saturday? She's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, no, but like, I mean, like, you won't see me for five hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like it's hard to do that these days as an adult, you know, right. as a father now. But with Halo, it's like jump on for a couple hours, play a few games, and then that's it. Um, you know, you don't have to like commit to it to a time thing. Like that's kind of cool too to just be able to jump in and play and then Make jump small, out. Small bite-sized matches. And we have cat ears, Steve. We got cat ears. You know what? Halo's fucking around now. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Halo Five was so fucking prim and proper. It was like, whoa, everything needs to have fucking, war behind it. Like seeing all these people fucking go to bat for Halo Five versus this game. It's like I'm like, who are you? Nah, they they literally had loot boxes. 
Dev, remember when you turned that game on for the first time in like five years and it like <laughs> made you buy me something, made you buy me a loot box? Well, it was like, you have a gift, give it away. Right. Like, what the fuck is you were mad at me? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did you like, send I, me? What he the just fuck? asked me to give it to what you. What the fuck is this? Yeah, that game was disgusting. Yeah. Was like, here's some one time use loot box items. Right. Like, That's stupid. No, it was better. It was better, Steve, than the game um, now. Let's get to the ultimate, the ultimate award. This is the one that we've been waiting for. John, please. Okay, I'll I'll take us through. Oh, it it, it ended on me. Maybe that's how Chris oh. ended up going twice. <laughs> Almost like he figured this. All one. right, this is the big, this is the big one. Okay, be prepared. Twenty eighteen, Spider Verse came out. And we had to create a, 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 a Toy Story category for it. We had to be like, who's the best Spider-Man? I mean, we all decided it was Miles. I mean, anyway, <laughs> uh, this year, uh, a Spider-Verse copy came out. So what do we do? We got to decide who the best Spider-Man was. And the nominees are uh, Spider-Man 1, who is Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And Spider-Man 3 is the uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So, Chris, would you like to go last? Devin, would you like to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Uh, my favorite Spider-Man is Andy Garfield. Um, <laughs> oh, he's oh you Chris's stole it joke. from Chris. Do you want me to leave now? Because I'm really hungry. <laughs> Just go get a sandwich. Because I don't got nothing else to do. <laughs> It's Andrew Garfield. It's Andrew Garfield. He's Is it unanimous? It's unanimous, right? It's unanimous. It's but unanimous. Steve, remember, we talked about it before we started recording. Chris can never make a Spider-Man thing <laughs> ever be unanimous. So even though he agreed with us and Andrew Ain't Garfield Bonnie, was his man. favorite Spider-Man. I don't know what you're talking he had, about. He had to <laughs> fuck it all up. And he like before he couldn't he didn't pick the Spider Man as Fire Team of the Year, which is fine. He probably really loved the Mitchells. Mitchells versus Machines, great. Mitchells, but this movie. one he actually agreed with us, but he couldn't dare Could. have Spider Man be a unanimous decision. So he made Andy Garfield. I don't know what you're talking about. Andy Garfield is a Spider Man. You know, I got, hope Andy Garfield wins. He's got wins. a yellow suit. And... <laughs> yeah, wait. Can, can this selection come with Chris's artist rendition of? <laughs> oh no, yeah, you got to draw Andy Garfield. I don't think the eyes should be centered. Of course they won't be. If if I do draw it, and he would probably have like really big arms and tiny legs. Oh man, that, this guy sounds like this. he's falling over all the time. <laughs> well, you know, he's, Andy Garfield always needs a hand, and he's just—he's <laughs> just Andy Garfield. That's what he says. Oh, it's me, Andy Garfield. I accidentally Garfie. killed my MJ. <laughs> what, what happened to her? I crushed her with my big man arms. Oh my god. He's just bragging about it. Whoopsie, did it again. And then he catches—he catches MJ, and she just like fucking breaks in his big arms. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Spits way too much. Like this Garf, is... garf, garf. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, guys, fine. You got me. I chose Andrew Garfield. Andy Garfield. I'm sorry. Okay. I already did I already did the form, man. <laughs> oh, what? Already Andy Garfield in the form, baby. I'm nuts. I don't care. Don't act you, like you're you, upset. you added that right in. <laughs> well, Steve talked me down from just writing Garfield. 
So you can't win every year. <laughs> you have to stop Garfield from winning every year. He think makes would, he he be good Spider Man. Come on. You think I would buy this house? Are you <laughs> quoting Garfield? Is that a Garfield quote? <laughs> Is that, oh, it must I think be Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Garfield house. Fuck. That's a that's a great that's an underrated skit. That is a good one. <laughs> they sit on the fucking Odie. Oh yeah, Odie that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so that's it. The anti Fanny Awards, and you know what? We got twenty minutes until we reach fucking oh. Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> so you know what? We're Should slightly be better nice than companion. that. Movie. Uh, no, let's, nice let's keep it going. Let's keep no. it going. For twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, we gotta no. t- we gotta we gotta tighten the bottle. I might die. I'm so hungry. We gotta end it. We went long, but you know what, guys? Thank you so much. Tell us who you think should win. We're putting the form on the Twitter, twitter.com slash anti fanboy, and also over on the Discord. So. Uh, shout you know, out! Shout out to Devin Kopeck for not unplugging his microphone by accident and crashing his uh, internet. It was more <laughs> like the, stop yeah, it now, stop it now, Steve. Stop it now. I jinxed it. Stop it now. Uh,